0: So what are you doing, movie archives?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. Our movie this week is Leave, Escape, Run to the Cave, Stay in the Cave, Don't Come Out of the Cave until you've killed yourself. Maybe we should turn down the levels a little <laughs> bit. Wow, I haven't cared this much about a movie in a long time.
2: Wow, I care about this movie? He just he just watched it, so he's still coming down <laughs> off the off the afterburn. <laughs>
1: Our movie this week is Spider-Man 3. Go ahead and pop in your DVD or Blurry. Press play, press pause when the Columbia logo fades to black. At the first frame you perceive of all black, press pause. And in a second, I'll say 3, 2, 1 on pause. At which point, I'll press play. You'll press play. And we'll watch this movie together in perfect sync. And it'll be like any other commentary except, of course, the four friends in your head. <laughs> 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 your friends this week are myself, as always, T. Christie, uh, Kamikaze, Brian, Lee Finifter. Greetings. Suicidal, Michael Dorkman, Scott. Bang. Apathetic, uh, Anthony, Fighting Alba.
3: Pathetic. Apathetic. 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 That makes more sense. There should be a pathetic <laughs>
1: app. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Okay. There's lots of those. Spider- Spider-Man <laughs> three. Spider-Man three. I haven't had a drink yet. Although we're going to be doing shot. Uh, in the chat room, Dean lines says we have to take a shot every time a uh, uh, something that happens that has that Oh my God. The
2: proposed can drinking game is take a shot every time. The plot moves forward due to some amazing coincidence. Yes. That's, that's when you take a shot, which I think yeah. will kill us, so can I don't think I'm going to play that game.
3: Can you get kidney stones from drinking too much? Yep. No. Well, yeah. Yep. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just kind of going backwards and looking at the, the, yeah. the correlation there. Hey. Anyway, okay, this movie.
4: I watched Spider-Man 3, I got a kidney stone. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just asking the question. <laughs>
1: okay now here there 's a lot of things spider man three is a tremendous fucking mess, a tremendous underscore fucking underscore mess, uh, including it 's occasionally fine to watch, which is baffling spider man two didn 't have that as far as i 'm concerned I'm, you know i 'm very much i, I, I wouldn 't say i 'm biased I just have the same opinion for three movies that are very similar in nature that doesn 't make me biased that makes me consistent i 'll have you know. This movie's, the, the problem that bugs me, there's a lot of problems with, like, logic. There's a lot of problems with superfluous characters, superfluous scenes, scenes that should be in there that aren't. Uh, the, the problem that bugs me the most is the dialogue, as it was with the second one, where it is so, so on the nose. Oh, my God. And it's it, it's something that, it bothers me more than plot does, frankly. I can deal with stupid plots. I'm a, I'm a witness to my own life. It's a retarded mm. plot. It makes no sense, and things just go off the deep end in some places and never come back. But the dialogue itself is... And there's no
2: payoff sometimes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> on,
1: al- almost every night, there's no payoff. It's just that the, the dialogue is so awful. And if you if you want to know what I'm talking about, so and, and if, if I don't explain what I'm talking about clearly, and it sounds like I'm just harping on this movie, I, it's my fault and I'll feel bad about it. So I want to explain. What I mean is, for instance, characters telling each other who they are for the benefit of the audience... It's, as you know, scenes for characters. It's also characters telling each other how they feel for the benefit of the audience, which is just on-the-nose dialogue that lacks subtext. This was written, again, by Alvin Sargent, if I'm not mistaken, which was the same 99-year-old guy who wrote Spider-Man 2 who's got a pretty good bead on how the kids talk these days, and also emos, apparently, for fuck's sake. Uh, All the other things in this movie are baffling and weird and awful. There are some really cool moments, there are some cool scenes... Uh, And I like Bruce Campbell. He's not in a scene that matters, really, but it's fine. I like Bruce Campbell. I think uh, Venom is actually pretty damn scary. And the intro sequence has video in it, and that's cool that they got video to be on the computer that they could edit. That's nice. Aside from that, this movie makes me want to die. It makes me want to die. It's it's weird, because you don't see the side of me for anything but Spider-Man movies. And Anthony doesn't see the side of me, except for when he's here, which is all the time he's doing Spider-Man movies. So (laughs) It must seem like I care much more about everything than I really do. Spider-Man 3 is a big fucking mess. I want to kill myself, Brian.
4: I don't understand why this movie is, quite rightly, in my opinion, uh, reviled as a terrible, terrible movie. And why Spider-Man 2, and to a lesser extent, Spider-Man 1, are... Hailed as these wonderful achievements. If anything I this agree. has more cool I shit agree. in it, okay, I agree well, with you. I, I, I think people just like Doctor
1: Octopus. No,
4: well, Venom's, Venom is a better, at least on paper, and at least partly in the execution, a better villain than than Doc Ock. Uh, the, the The problems with this movie and why I think everybody hates this movie is the exact same problems with the other two. And if if we have defenders of Spider Man Two in the chat room, feel free oh, to sure we do feel free to to feel free to make a case for why this movie is different from Spider Man Two and why the difference means that Spider Man Two is a great movie and this one is the bad one that everybody knows it is.
2: I think it could I can make a case movie, for the first part, but not the. the well, I think not this movie people yeah.
1: would make the statement that this movie. <laughs> I think the problem is that it's they're more sensitive to the stupid things in this one than they are in the other well, one. Well, this one they're more they are more alarmed by how retarded the emo scenes are. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it catches your attention. Okay. This
2: one, this one is more clearly broken than Spider-Man. Right. 2
4: I is. think. I think, and I might, I might have said this on the previous Spider-Man commentaries. I think the difference is in terms of quantity. There's some like waterline of unrealistic. Of how many plots? Go- of well, there's of, that. Yeah. Of weird, stupid plot inconven- uh, coincidences and weird, unrealistic goofiness scenes like the emo scene and the dance scene and all that. That, for whatever reason, didn't reach past the critical level of most people, and they went, yeah, that was awesome. And then for whatever reason, there's just, it was more of that. It's like a dick
1: periscope coming out of the bathtub. Like, I can see you in there, awfulness.
4: Or it's like a bathtub Uh, filled. What the (laughs) fuck?
1: It's like a bathtub (laughs)
4: filled all the way to the top, and now it's for whatever reason, Spider-Man 2 wasn't enough to overflow into total and utter shit, but this movie just
1: spilled. You drop it into the tub, and shit gets everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) The tub of your brain, in the analogy of your... Yeah, it's... I See, think, I was at least painting in pictures with a dick and everything. I was. Yeah. Mine was y- more clear. You
4: do like to paint pictures with dicks. Um, Hi. It's like <laughs> finger painting, but with dicks. I don't. Anyway. Anyway. I'm
1: getting really good at shading. <laughs>
4: oh god, this is gross. Spider-Man I think, Three. I think there's. I think the the problems that exist in this movie that make it why everybody hates it are the exact same problems of plot and unrealistic character and terrible everything that Teek talked about. Dialogue ah. Huh? Dialogue. There's just more of it in this, and I I don't understand qualitatively. I understand that there's more of it quantitatively. There's a difference, but qualitatively, it seems like the same problems to me as the first two.
2: Um, I well, you know, preface this by saying that that I had I had less of a problem with Spider-Man Two until watching it for down in front, <laughs> and um, and I haven't rewatched this, so who knows what I'll think. But um, I I think one of the main problems, one of the the difference is that this movie is so much more incoherent than the other movies were. Um, there's a lot of retconning going on, and there's a a much more distinct problem of tone because they're trying to make a darker film, but they can't help themselves from being silly. Mm. Um, and
1: especially with J. Jonah Jameson.
2: Well, there's that, but then then there's the whole emo Spider-Man thing that I think a lot of people, because in particular the 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 content of the story people wanted to see the dark side of spider-man and everyone's like if this is the dark side of spider-man you guys are idiots like (laughs) this is terrible
1: it was written by a fifty thousand year old man and
2: and if um so so i think that's the main problem there's there's just the other one is able to get by because you can look at it from a top-down view and go that pretty much makes sense i mean there's there's coincidence in it but no more than you're necessarily going to see in like a comic book and stuff like that but this one it's like wait who and why does that why is that character here and that's not how that's th- makes any sense at all and like that like you said there's just this critical mass where it's like okay that made no fucking sense at all um and and but but largely i think it was a problem of of tone it's it advertised itself as being a darker movie it seems to think it's a darker movie but mm. it's not properly being a darker movie um i was personally in the in the camp of being quite disappointed with venom it's 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 like i said with um revenge of the sith it's like there's a guy in a vader suit in that movie but vader's not there it's like there's a guy, there's a character that looks very much like venom in this movie but it's not comics? venom i i've i'm not a huge comic person as the as people who listen no, but I'm I'm aware of Venom I've read some of the Venom comics and stuff like that so I I am aware of the differences between this between what we got as Venom and, and what Venom is and it's a I'll, I'll talk about it when I get there but yeah I didn't I didn't like this movie from the beginning <laughs> and so it's like I did like Spider-Man 2 and then I was like wow, that's not
3: good so god knows how, <laughs> how, how far this is going to go Anthony I pulled a Richard Roper when I first saw this What does um, that mean Richard Roper the critic hated the first two Pirates of the Caribbeans, but he liked the third one. What? And I was like, how can you say that? The third one was awful. And everyone loved the first and second Spider-Man movie, and when I first saw this, I actually liked it. I'm sorry. It's all right. But then okay. I had a conversation with Michael one day. I'm just going to take a drink. Is Hold but I had a conversation <laughs> with Michael one day where I was trying to understand why he didn't like it so much, and... I'm like I'm just
1: gonna take a shot while you're talking
3: I'm like okay so because everyone has like this character change and I tried to get into the whole Spider-Man thing where he goes into his emo thing and Michael's like yeah by that point we should be afraid of him not laughing at him
1: dude oh my god the scene where he's walking down the street right
3: that that's not
1: supposed to be comedy Yeah, right no, no that's,
3: that's what I'm saying That's that, that was exactly my point too and, and so when he said that I'm like it clicked like a light bulb went on and my, I'm like oh shit that is pretty awful <laughs> And so then I started to find all these things, and looking back at it, I'm like, okay, this is pretty fucking bad. And but <laughs> does that all right, I'm helping. Anyway, <laughs> my, I have a question for you. I have a question for you. You are the Zoidberg of death. I have a question: <laughs> Would you trust an osteopathic doctor with Spider Man? The what script. Just that, I'm going it, somewhere with this. Would you trust an osteopathic doctor with Spider Man? A Spider-Man script. Why slightly specifically an osteopathic? Just subject? let me finish. <laughs> you're asking a question. Just, okay, then, then answer the question. I, D- then answer it. I don't know what this, why this are so be, specific. I would not
1: be like, likely to hand it to any doctor. I would be likely to hand it to Andrew Kevin Walker okay. or Josh Whedon. So you kept mentioning, but not a doctor. You
3: kept mentioning one writer. Alvin, Alvin Sargent. Sargent yes. Alvin Uh right. Ivan Ramey, uh-huh. the, one of the Ramey brothers, is an osteopathic doctor full-time, and he... Occasionally writes a script. <laughs> with his I, b- I believe he came up with the story for this, be to made be
1: made out of a four hundred million dollar stack of money. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Um, he helped with the Evil Dead series a bit. He helped with some of Sam Raimi's previous work. Well, to be fair, then then. There's
2: a recipe for some success there. It's not like he. It's not like they just. You know, uh, their
3: grandma's doctor. They were like, "You got an idea for a Spider-Man movie?"
4: Because we are. We are just really stumped. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like of all the people to
3: turn to, you're turning to someone who doesn't write at like. He writes every 15 years. Right. It's It's not. It's not their professional.
4: You know, and it's not. He's not putting in the Malcolm Gladwell Outliers time into developing his screenwriting crafts. Right. So he's
1: not an expert at it. Right. Yeah. And the other guy is a million years old. <laughs> he's telling you a story about an emo kid. He's a million years old. It's like asking Yoda to explain teenagers to you. Let's watch the movie.
2: Actually, Yoda'd probably be. Yeah, I was about like, to say. Hey, so I I like, Yoda could probably
3: do a good job with that shit. He's pretty wise. Anyway, he wouldn't be able to write the slang. Though. You are at the
1: point where the Columbia logo fades to black. Like we are here. Put your finger on the button if you dare. <laughs> Three, two, one, go away. Okay.
2: I do also think, by the way, that there are some. There are a couple of good moments in this movie that are like wow that's the best moment of the series there are it's, yeah
1: it's 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 like it's, I totally... said, it's a mess in that there's actually right. okay moments it's, in it it's, it's totally heartbreaking like breaking
4: in the sense that there's just every now and then there's just this little like spot of yeah. of good it's like trey says it's like wow they should have really put
2: that in a movie all right <laughs> so i would like
1: to i would like to start uh so that people who might be listening to this as their first down in front feel that we are We are speaking from an informed place, but we're just very angry. So let's have an informed conversation before we get all hate-fucky on it.
3: Um, I like when you're angry. I do, too.
1: (laughs) I don't get to be angry that often. And this movie fucking... Oh, it inspires my rancor. I was watching it at work yesterday. I I had... As much as I hated the other two, I just didn't... I just skipped it. I didn't want to be... I didn't want to give myself a fucking aneurysm by watching it. So I didn't ever see it until yesterday. And I was like, you know... It was weird. I was optimistic. I was like, they must have fixed it. They put all the <laughs> money in the world into this franchise. At, by this point, it's got to be... They got someone... I, and I forgot all the things that people were talking about on the internet when it was out. Like, there are 63 villains in Spider-Man 3 and that kind of thing. I had forgotten all of that. So I'm like, this might be good. And right off the fucking bat, I lost it again. Mm-hmm. I lost it again, and I got so mad. What, I had here? to... I had to. No, not after... Okay. No, I, I, I aimed Brian. I was like, I'm seven minutes <laughs> in. Three <laughs> yeah. minutes of it was intro sequence, and they're already worse than they were at the end of Spider-Man 2. Um, and, and what I'm what I'm what I'm referring to at that point is the okay. It's okay that this movie starts with him literally narrating to the audience. My life is good now. In case you haven't seen Spider Man Two, everything's awesome. That's cool, and that's fine. If you want to do that arc, even though that seems like the kind of arc that would happen in the second movie, not the third, but whatever. That's okay. That that's a thing that happens. It's just the way the characters speak to each other, and the problem with the the the, the actors delivering these lines of dialogue is that they look like. Dicks. They look. I don't. Okay, I don't want to make a subjective. I think you're actor just a statement.
2: kid in Superbad who's like obsessed with dicks and can't can't get away from them. I, I think, think that's. What's I happening have some here. latent dick-related <laughs> issues.
1: Uh, no, it's. I I, I don't want to. <laughs> the conversations. This is the kind of thing we gave George Lucas shit for. And we're not giving shit to Sam Raimi for. Okay. Uh, yeah, we are. <laughs> well, we are. <laughs> we are. But the world at the large world is, is not. The world is voting with their dollars. These movies made twenty-five billion dollars. And yet, you can write this shit, you just can't say it. Right.
4: This this is George Lucas-level bad. And we've, as a as a world, as a society, have... We give c- it to them because it's just a Lucas. comic book
3: movie. Hold on, you, you put this on the same level as George Lucas-bad? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Really? Yeah. It, this one I would. I don't know about the other two.
2: The other two are Dialogue bad, but level. I don't know if they're that bad. Yeah, dial- Dialogue so, level. Okay, so you'd think this
1: is... We will stop this. I'll pull the car over. We'll watch Spider-Man 2 again right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so God. No, is we, is we a,
3: will not as equally as not rewatchable as episode three. Yes. Yeah. And episode three is
2: the most rewatchable. of The three. And I would say,
4: I would say that these are even worse in the sense that the, the plot at least makes more, more sense in the moments of the prequels. Even if it's still a terrible plot, then this, this one pulls me out every 30 seconds with wait, what? At least George Lucas
1: bolsters his lack of dialogue ability with faster, more intense. Anyway, I forgot to mention at the outside, I'm sorry, TVTropes.org and Dr. Submarine in the chat will be troping today. Thanks, Doc.
3: I actually met Topher Grace once.
1: Was he awesome? He seemed cool.
3: He's not. He, oh. Well, it, was, it, it wasn't an instance where I was supposed to meet him. It was very random. I was at the Beverly Center and I was lost, and there was a dude with a hat on walking away, and I just didn't know where I was going. So I tapped him on the shoulder, and I'm like, do you know where this place is? And it was Topher Grace, <laughs> of all fucking people. And he's like, oh, I don't know. And he kind of ran off. And I was like... I'm not chasing you. He might have um, just
1: had an affair in the in the, <laughs> the IZOD. But it was like... <laughs> I'll scream
3: rape. It was the most awkward moment. I, he ran well, off. I won't because then people will recognize me. Yeah. And I don't want that. He, he ran off so fast, it took me a moment to register where I recognize him what from. What just happened? Yeah. Oh, that's the Seventy show kid. Exactly. Crazy. The opposite
4: uh, thing happened um, to me the other day, actually. I was on the Paramount lot. I and got
1: and tapped t- on the shoulder by Bruce Campbell.
4: No, I was, I was walking. I saw a, a town car, which automatically tells you somebody's famous. And I'm like, oh, somebody's famous. as I'm walking around I'm like, going to check out who it is. And as as I round the corner of it, Neil McDonough is sitting in the back of the car looking right at me and goes, excuse me, sir, can I ask you for some directions? And I gave him who? very terrible directions. Neil McDonough. I don't know who that is. From uh, Bandit Brothers. And I don't know on who that is. The law and Orders, w- I think. What? I don't What's know who are you are. Is there a movie he was in? Uh, he was in Star Trek First Contact, actually. Uh, a what movie? Was, the, was there,
1: there a Contact? movie he was in?
4: Uh, ha, ha. uh He was the um, the ensign that ends up getting horrified. Okay,
2: okay Here's no, the first... th- it's absolutely, you're like, dear anyone... Why is this a musical? Signed everyone. Okay,
1: here's the problem. Here's an issue. Now, this isn't a big deal. Uh, I'm almost positive, and I don't know this for a fact. I'm almost positive it's not Kirsten Dunst singing. Is that right? It's probably a dub. It, does, it doesn't sound like her.
2: I would, but I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, she's been in there. She was in a movie called uh, Get Over It, I think, that had a, a, a musical number at the end she, that she sang. Possibly. Wanted to punch in, him in, in the face. In any case,
1: here's yeah. the thing. Uh, this is a passable or better rendition of the song. She sounds sure. good. It's fine. Yeah. She carries the tune beautifully. She she, she doesn't falter. Well, it's not only why is it happening, but she gets fired because it was so awful that every newspaper gave her a terrible review for it. Right. Right. right,
3: right, right, right.
1: You have a problem as don't put yourself in that corner writer where you need to have people like her and think she's a good actress. That just got a bum rap. So you have her do a great rendition of a number that That's, she later gets fired because it was so awful.
2: Well, to be fair, is she fired because this number is so awful or just her general performance? Because her performance is not particularly charismatic. She's 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 doing, Kirsten qu- Dunst. She, I know. but she, well, <laughs> She's dunsting she, all over the place. Yeah. She's doing quite a bit of just musical theater going on. I
1: wonder here, how so. much of that was a cognizant choice by the writer. Although all the newspapers said I was a shit actress. <laughs> I know. Oh, you weren't. Oh, you were great. Mary Jane. Uh, you, shouldn't, you
3: shouldn't listen to the <laughs> This scene is way longer than it needs to be.
4: Every yeah. scene in all of these movies is longer
3: than they That's need to be. That's how I do. felt about Spider-Man 2. Yeah. That's yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's uh,
4: especially when it's these goofy jokes that that go on for 30 seconds longer than they need to. Was,
3: they, uh, the chat I says think it 30, was I think, I think 30 yeah. seconds is forgiving. It goes on for like five minutes because, longer than Because each, she yeah. has yeah. like, there's like
2: three musical numbers of hers. She sings three songs
4: in this movie. Yeah. Does she? Why is this And then musical? we have, as, yeah. we, as we're walking out, we get the... Here we go. <claps>
1: Fuck you. Oh. Okay. I have to talk to you. Tell it to my father. Raise him from the dead. Because you killed him. I oh. know I killed him, and I know that hurt you but I will deal with that problem by having a conversation with you. No, you won't. I won't let you talk to me. We're not friends anymore. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> just in case just in case you forgot and didn't see the whole intro going. By the way...
1: This is an awful way to introduce a character that you want to be sympathetic, by the way. Yeah. All right, you said great. Was I great? Was I awesome? She's, yeah. He's like, no, you were great. She's, you were awesome. She's no, but so tell me I was great. Was I really she's, great?
4: She's so completely... The, the scene later where they're in his apartment... Well, you know, I, and she's, to, hold on.
3: Actors are kind of like, you know... They're always asking questions about themselves and their performance. They are, but they're not sympathetic you know when what, they do that. You know what
4: would
2: have you know made it sympathetic is if he had told her she was shitty, but like joking, like funny, and she had taken it well. Yes, she had taken yes, it as a exactly. joke. Exactly. That would make it okay. She, th- then it's a gag that they have where it's like, you, was I great? Was I awesome? No, oh, you, were
4: you were shit. Oh, you awful. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, well, better luck. And I you know so what cool. that is? That would be subtext yeah. because he would be saying you were shitty, but he would be saying it in a way that you could tell what he was really saying yeah. is I love you and yeah. another way
1: when all else fails just have your actors say the opposite of how they feel ironically that's fake subjects, but it's still <laughs> <Yeah. so> close
4: <laughs> <Exactly>. it's cheap <laughs> and it's easy true. There it's you cheap go. and easy but it's better than this okay. better than what we have here <laughs> I think dun, 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 hang on dun. I was thinking here's, here's a way you could solve this problem of She's She lives in this like quantum state where she's both awesome or she, she's I like, good. I like all the words you use. They're so <laughs> big. <laughs> well, it's, well, this movie can't make up its mind as as to whether or not she's good or whether or not she's terrible. It depends upon the scene and what it needs for the scene to work. And it doesn't make any sense because we actually see her be good, and then later on the whole rest of New York apparently agrees unanimously that she's terrible.
1: Where's the schnapps? This is a, an insane plot coincidence oh, and, that drives everything forward. Well, oh. let's be
2: fair. Every Every plot starts with one of these. I think we can give it this one. It's the other ones that, that it becomes.
4: Well, it's. I mean, I think I think Sam Raimi is, to give him a little bit of credit, I think Sam Raimi's concept, and it, it might be that concept in the book, was actually different. It, it's the idea that her astronaut fiancé from Spider-Man 2 was supposed to go to the moon and then bring He, he bring brings
2: Venom it back, back with him, yeah. yeah.
3: Did you know that Sam back. Raimi originally didn't want Venom in this movie at all? Yeah, he, he fought was talking very, about very that for hard. Time. And you can
4: very... tell because he, he clearly hates Venom.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
3: he
4: fought very, very hard against it. Um, to, mm-hmm. to don't fit- kiss
1: her, you'll become undead She'll take your soul, you'll age fast
3: So no one's walking by in the park at all Yeah, nobody sees this giant spider web thing uh, People don't look up <laughs> It's why you People always look, look up, up.
4: To... Dogs can't look up Hey, it works in Mission Impossible
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dogs can't look up, well played Okay, this uh, uh, On the short list of things that are really great in this movie I and, love the and, animation And, and, and by the way, yes. even in the visual effects it's a short list of things that are great in this movie. Right, I, I don't know. I don't job. know how they note fucked this movie out of whoever did its ability, but some of these effects are just not not selling yet. Like they're not finals that they're putting in the movie. But the animation on this gooey shit is fucking great. It's so cool. Yeah, they did a great. I love job. the texturing on it. I love the shading. It's just a badass effect. Because
2: there's a there's a a, and and uh, Raimi put put it out there, and I I agree with him to kind of give this note. He's like. 'Cause you look at, at, at the symbiote in the, the comics and it's like how, what how does that move? You know, it's tendrils and stuff like that. Right. And it's like, I don't want it to look like a spider and I don't want it to look like an octopus. So that was that was his thing. And it's like f- That's smart. It kind of rolls, but yeah. but like
1: it's like those sticky arms you would smack your brother. Yeah, with. exactly. They found
2: yeah. they found a way to make that work and it's like a combination of actual hand animation and procedural like dynamics animation. It's really cool. I really
3: love the way they did it.
1: Anthony, how would you characterize your problem with this movie? Now that you have one.
3: <laughs> no, I'm just. I don't, I is don't it, know.
1: Is, is it just you? You just don't care to watch it. I mean, is there anything can, that you watch? The funniest you,
3: thing is, I can actually watch it again just because there are those moments that are interesting, and I would watch it for those moments. Like with Star Wars, I, I, the lightsaber scene was very long at the end, but I would watch it again because there are some interesting moments in there, here and here and there. <laughs> okay, not the whole time, right? But
4: but that's the point. Is there are moments there are scenes, there are little set pieces, little pieces of action they go oh, that was interesting enough to watch again right, but they don't actually stitch together into a coherent now, or enjoyable I, story. I, I,
2: I will say way, i like the point. I like the idea of what they're going for thematically the idea Asterisk. that I'm yes. come back to what you just the, said. you know the 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 heroes have their dark side, and the
3: villains aren't all that bad right some some of this one at least that's <laughs> uh, that actually is what attracted to me this as well when yeah. I first saw it, yeah. There, it's
4: because life is not black or white right. fairy tales are black and white but real life is shades of grey yeah. right. and so this is an attempt to it, to convey some of that moral ambiguity that exists in real life and make a more mature darker film
1: asterisk coming back to it okay, okay. now here's the thing they uh, retconned and made Thomas hey, a oh Liter-
4: literally a piece of bread. He's yeah. literally with a piece of.
1: Hmm. Oh fuck. Okay, but by the way, here's some great, great dialogue right off the bat. Just, What's cause that I, mean? I don't, I don't know who this guy is. Just f-
4: it, well, they're going they're going for this Jean Valjean thing. Oh, of, okay, you know, sure. He only okay. stole because he needed to steal for right. his family. So it's a piece. I got you. A piece I of it bread. A, here's,
1: here's Oh, this dialogue. Oh uh, my god. Okay. Uh, here's the asterisk. They retconned such that Sandman actually killed Uncle Ben Uh on accident. Yeah. He wasn't planning on doing it. He was in a hurry to get to his dying daughter. Right. Went to prison for years.
4: Yeah.
2: Yes. Who is
1: now sick in bed. Right.
4: Well, my greatest issue with that is... who
1: He's still like, I will get you well. I who, bet you're going to say
4: exactly the same thing that probably. I would say. And his daughter, who seems to be perfectly okay, by yeah. the way. It, she just needs she, some oxygen. But, uh, but that's isn't that Hit Girl? Didn't we determine on the kick-ass commentary that that's Hit Girl? Is it? I think
3: it is. Maybe not. No, somewhere. it doesn't look like uh, her. But look uh, how, ni- look how uh, nice they look in contrast with the apartment itself. Yeah. Like they, they look well put together, she and their did, clothes are nice,
2: but the house is like falling yeah, apart. Yeah, she did her makeup before she came out to confront him. That is not
1: Hit Girl. Girl. No, it's not. No.
4: Okay, I'm thinking of somebody else. Though, then
1: actually, uh, I think that's Trey.
4: You sh- go ahead. <laughs> my my issue with it, with the fact, the, reconning the fact that it's Sandman that killed his uncle, as opposed to the uh, the guy who we thought it was, is because it completely undermines the basic fundamental theme of with great power comes great responsibility. Yep. Because if it's not the guy that Peter failed to stop in in the wrestling, then era, he should
2: have no feelings of guilt or anything. Exactly. It wasn't his fault at exactly. all for not doing it. That's exactly what I was exactly. going to say. Yeah. Uh, um, before
3: we continue, what I, I'm, I'm missing something. What does redcon mean?
2: Redcon it means retroactive continuity. It means you you actually. <laughs> it, it means it means when you go back and and in a you know a sequel or something like that, and you go, oh, that's not what happened. What actually happened was this. Was something else. It was something else because you need that something else to draw. In the 1989, plot. when
1: George Lucas said, "I always planned for Luke and Leia to be brother and sister." Yeah. No, yeah. you didn't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, no, the, you didn't. The thing That's of, retconning.
2: Uh, Darth Vader saying, "I am your father." Total retcon. He didn't plan that in Star Wars. Wow. Um, so you're going back and changing so, what you think you so said. So sometimes, sometimes it works. <laughs>
4: sometimes it does, but most often, ninety percent. of The prequels are a
2: giant retcon. Yeah, retcons. Retcons are not inherently a bad thing. You can do it well. It's like
1: in a conversation where you're talking to someone and you're having this. You're in an argument with someone and you're like no I said this and you're like no you didn't you said this which yeah. is similar but that's not the same thing and it's a very important distinction yeah. no I said this that's retconning
2: yeah and sometimes it's mm. so, well what I meant to say <laughs>
3: from a certain point of view yeah. 24 is full of retcons probably yeah, yeah. I, wouldn't I be mean, surprised. retcons are all over the place. Okay. They're, done. Okay. Okay. they're especially, used all the time. Well,
2: especially in television. Anytime you see like a flashback or something, they're probably retconning something <laughs> if they've done it. Now it's know. weird to
1: identify. But
3: Back to the Future too. Totally. How I Met Your Mother yeah. is full of retcons. Yeah. Terrible. Words. Oh yeah. Yeah. Massive. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Okay. Look at this thing. Now, there are two ways. I, I've I've dis- I've distinguished. Distinguished. Yeah. I found the problem with trying to figure out what's wrong with the movie when when you know it's bad but you can't figure out why it's bad. I like it just fine. Is that's think about it. Here think for. about it backwards. Oh, don't okay. think about it forwards. Yes. That's right.
4: It's the daughter from Kill Bill. That's what it was. That's who. Oh. That, that's who that girl is I, re- oh. I remember. I remember we on another. Yeah. Right. BB. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sure. Uh, think about it backwards. Okay. Now when you're watching through the movie for the first time, even for the fourth time, if you don't think about movies, particularly hard when you're watching them. Um this scene seems like it makes sense in the movie. It's like, oh, we're dealing with Aunt... What's her name? May. May. I was going to say Aunt Meg, but that's all Twister. Uh, we're, we're, we're watching this scene with Aunt May where she's going on this long story about You don't how... like this
2: scene? I've, I was no, going to say this is one of the scenes that works. Oh, it does work. It does
1: work. <laughs> but what does this help us with later in the movie with, right. with regards to Aunt May or with regards to the, the, the thingy? Okay. The only thing that... This, is, this could have been summed up in... Well, you know, you just have to be careful because it's a big decision as opposed to a five minute story about swimming to an island. We were very good swimmers and like that kind of thing. Right. This because is... the only thing this is used for later in the movie is to key you into the fact that he decides not to get married because he's not ready for it as a result of this conversation and the problems he's had. Since sure. Then. This scene, as you're watching through it at forward press play, walk through the movie. You're like just watching a good scene with these characters. I'm sure it's going to mean something later it doesn't ever this is, come back this really. is a, it, at least not at the scale with which this scene exists. in the right, movie. it's the, a big fraction of the first third
4: this movie feels thematically like it should be very important whenever a character tells a story you you clue into the fact that you're being told a story within a story and so thematically that that must be very very important thematic thematically wise and it really isn't it's yeah. sort and, of and, and, and that's and what not,
1: i say about when you can't tell why a mo- why people don't like a movie or why that kind of thing it's usually things like that where they're either they've noticed something that you haven't noticed, like, for instance, this scene when you just watch through it, especially the first time you have no reason to think back about this scene at the end of the movie. So you just think, yeah, that was great. And every scene made sense and all that. But no, if you cut this scene out and, and it will not cut it out. But if you limited it to Aunt May saying, now, be careful, because marriage is a big responsibility. Right. Don't go into it halfheartedly. That- you have the exact same movie. You have lost yeah. five minutes.
2: The thing is that it's an it's she's great. It's an it's her only good scene. It's an important yeah. character scene, building up a character that means nothing to the rest of the movie. Right, right. It, it's like if if we were going to be in a situation like, um, you know, like with, we should have put
1: with, that much thought into Brock, into right. their relation, into yes, their,
2: yeah, yes. They absolutely should have put put more thought into the relationship with Eddie Brock because because he's the
4: one that affects the outcome of the movie. Yes. He's, Him and, to a lesser extent, Sandman and, to an even lesser extent, James Franco, they're the ones that determine how the movie is going to end by what happens at the end of it. So they're the ones that you should be putting that thematic time into, as opposed to Aunt May, who's... Who's, What is is James
1: Franco's bad guy superhero name?
4: uh he's he's credited as new goblin yeah he's the he's, he's
2: the green goblin to too a lot of people a, a lot of people from the the comics think that he became
3: the hobgoblin but hobgoblin was a separate guy he was the green goblin too or new goblin yeah how do, you, how do you guys feel as visual effects artists how do you guys feel about when they're flying around and stuff bad. and it's on them bad. and you see the city bad like, bad bad, bad. Well, all, the city's good the but city, well, no, they're not everything that's cg yeah. is
1: fine it's just whoever was lighting didn't okay it's like okay, it, didn't, didn't go to work that day
3: it's like in King Kong when... Well, they did a lot you of... You can tell
1: when you've built a shot from the ground up with the intention of the shot you ended up with. This does not have that feel. This does not right. have the feel of... This, looks, this reminds me of Quidditch. Like that right there.
3: That, that, that close-up of his face where you just see him. Right.
1: And, and generic lights that aren't very sourced here just right. kind of passing by him, and then they just kind of put a city back there. Well,
3: my issue with it is it looks so smooth. Uh-huh. And yeah. it's like if you were to actually record that moment, it would not be that smooth. Yeah. I like that moment with the ring. A lot of these like, moments, a lot, are fine. a lot of the
4: choreography of these kind of aerial debris sequences are fine. La- yeah. Later on, when he's uh, grab, at least the choreography of it,
1: falling out of the building is good.
4: The composition and the, the compositing of it, um, you know, I'll leave that to you guys. But the the choreography, especially of um, the moments where he's swinging through the air to get uh, Gwen Stacy when she falls, uh-huh. but I really is, love that choreography. This is
1: the first scene in the movie, and it's a feeling I keep having for more scenes throughout the movie. This is the first scene in the movie where I feel this is Sam Raimi bashing action figures together in his bedroom. Yeah, The way the camera moves around them and all those things, it seems like it's tr- he's trying to be stylistic with it. Like, that's my thing. I do the thing where the camera rotates around Spider-Man four times every time he swings from one building to the next. Right, right. I hate those shots. They just don't work for me. They seem implausible. They seem And I, I hate, as an effects artist, I hate when people call visual effects shots video gamey because I, I feel like you have to be qualified to make a statement like that. But when you have the camera move like that, there's no other word to describe it. It is literally video gaming. It is literally switching camera positions.
2: Right. You're not going to...
1: Spielberg does it and gets away with it because he does it at 150th the speed of the camera movements in this.
2: Right. He, he, He plays it off in such a way that you can almost believe that... He really shot that But then again In yeah. War of the World That was a shot That called attention To itself People, It worked for people People were like Wow that's a cool shot I like about
4: the,
3: the van The van shot Yeah
2: But then again Did if you are like thinking, that? If you're thinking Wow that's a cool shot You're not in the movie
3: You're not, not in the movie Did, Did you, movie. you like exactly. the van shot The first time I saw it Did you like the van shot
1: I thought it was flawless I didn't like it I fucking hated that shot it made yeah, me so it was, angry. It was,
4: too, it was too exactly what Michael said. It the effects were great. The, the
1: effects were awesome. I didn't yeah. like the show. It was though. like in Matrix Reload. I when
4: thought, the wow, what wonderful effects. Yeah. To be clear, was was I, I don't
1: think that here. <laughs> okay. I don't think, wow, what wonderful effects. I hate this sequence. Yeah. No. It, it, it's just, oh, God, it's so blue screeny. Look at this. It is. Look it at really how awful feels... that is. It's a mix of lighting. It's a mix of, uh, I almost want to say black levels, but it can't be that. It's just, for some reason, there's motion blur in the background, and it's a high shutter speed on the, the filmed elements. And they're also like pan and scanning them all over the place, so there's no perspective change even when they're moving across the frame. It's just a bunch of weird shit. Like they, I think a lot of the sequence was made up in post, and you can tell when they Probably. go back and forth between CG guys and How does that guys. Blow up. Okay. Now this is a funny sound effect when he gets hit. When he gets clotheslined by the thing, it just goes boing, mm-hmm. and then he smacks. His oh. I, and I think I think oh.
4: the bottom line at the end of the day is you know I think Sam Raimi doesn't understand or forgot. That the cardinal rule of storytelling and filmmaking, which is you have to convince your audience that this is real. Yeah, you have to pretend on a very primal level that this is actually happening for real. And if it were, I mean, it's a cliche. It's 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 like Patrick I, Stewart's I, line in Extras: "It's like, what if this were real? You know, not just right. make believe, but really real." But you have to approach it with that mindset. And as soon as you abandon that mindset, you're not striving right. at and every well, moment. It's fucking be, to reader's to do, theater.
2: I mean, let's. But let's. I mean, let's be clear. There's there's also an element where. You, you know, the suspension of disbelief. It's like you're allowed to reset the bar somewhat. The the bar is set higher for Spider-Man in the sense that it's like, well, there's, sh- you know, there's shit that they're gonna do that you couldn't actually do, but that's just True. the world that they live in, right? Um, but there is a point where you have but, to tell the audience
1: but, w- at which point he will die if he does that. Right? Yes, and, and I never and got that feeling. And when you s-
4: when you set that bar, and it, it's it's an inherent liability of working in a universe like this where you know it's it's just part of the universe that these characters can do that and you just have to accept that when you when you start working in a universe like that every other aspect of it has to be that much more real to compensate for the unreality of that main tenet of it does that make any sense whatsoever okay
2: that's one way
4: to that's one way to look at
2: it i would i would say there's also the other way to go where it's like just give up on trying to convince us this is real if that's how you're going to play <laughs> but this but i think
4: that's the failure you know? i think that's the central failure of it and i think that's what Raimi did i think uh, I think here he's like, well, this is just not real. It's just a movie, and uh, have some fucking good times. Sure, how, but, how, how but when we- you do that, you're just you're you're not applying the discipline that you need to apply to the rest of the storytelling.
2: Well, that that may be true. That may have been what. Could
3: have improved it. How often are science experiments conducted in marshlands outside? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Brooklyn okay. Here's my. And, and I love the part where they're like,
2: "Hey, it's there's probably there's just a bird." There's an there's an
3: unknown uh, mass
2: in there. It'll be fine. <laughs> realize realize. Unknown variable, but you, you, you know that let's recent run it you know anyway.
1: that recent uh, that f- that recent result that they that was a big deal and they're 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 going back into testing about where they got a particle to move faster than light. Yeah. That's a neutrino. That is one billionth the size of an atom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the threshold. For there is a contaminant in the experiment is one billionth the size of an atom
4: and why a super not model- anything
1: anything the size of a cat or up is probably a problem a bird is a you don't and and also why are they demolecularizing the sand <laughs>
4: yeah what exactly are they doing
1: are they do they want smaller sand why don't <laughs> you de- do it with an orange tron did it with an orange that was awesome
2: that that is a good point it's like what well, well but to be fair that's that's that also almost makes it feel a little more real when you're like, What are they doing? Fuck all. Who knows? It just it's crazy. <laughs> no But they're, not, I, I they're disagree. not doing it very uh I disagree. They're not
3: doing it very well. When they're like it's a bird, well, whatever. Is the, is it's the, probably the, just a bird. Is the actual origin of Sandman more logical
2: in dude, the comic Probably on. not. Well that's I, I mean, no. and that's the other the other thing with it. I mean, we're talking about trying to make it realistic, but at the same time it's like it's a dude is fucking made of sand. And you
4: know, it's and, and, and granted, gonna, I mean that's the problem. I, I sympathize with Raimi and, and the rest, anybody else that works in the Marvel Universe, because... It's retarded! Th- yeah. The Marvel Universe fundamentally is retarded, especially <laughs> when you consider it all as one universe. When you have the Sandman standing next to Thor, standing yeah. next to the X-Men, standing next to the Hulk. I mean, when you consider... If you really had to compress all of those down to the same magic bean... There isn't one. Fuck. No, no, no. You're, you're just fucked. Yeah. And, I mean, that... as. <laughs> Especially trans, you know, trans. We've <laughs> the magic bean to... is shit. Be crazy. That's what the Marvel magic bean. <laughs> is. Bitch be cool. Yeah. Uh, and what we, we well, we've talked about. I mean, my.
1: Oh wow, great, good trope, Doc. So you have an experimental piece of technology for which there are no plans, no prototype, no backup, or it is an imported alien. F-b-b-b-b-b-b. You're about to begin an important test when somebody discovers a minor fluctuation in one of the readings. A high-ranking scientist says that won't affect the test, except it always does. That's called within parameters. For instance, a bird. <laughs> Or I, I, a petty criminal. You know, a bird dropped,
2: like, a piece of, a chunk of bread on, of the, Lloyd, on the LHCs, one of their vents, and they had to shut it down for six you months. You just reminded me of something.
1: Not <laughs> only was it not a bird, but a guy, <laughs> they said, it's probably a bird. Not yeah. only did, if they, if they said, with absolute certainty, there's a bird, it's okay, that's absolutely retarded. Yeah. But they didn't look. They yeah. said, it's probably a bird. It was a guy. <laughs> there was a guy in the experiment. Like yeah, like you said, uh The fly so, the whole point of the fly is yeah. a fly got in there. A dude was in the experiment. Yeah.
4: Seriously, uh birds crapping on a satellite dish fucked up science for a long time right. and gave us a brilliant insight into the nature of the universe. Wasn't just, there a piece of dust
1: on the lens of the Hubble that crap. destroyed the Hubble program for five years while they figured that out? Well the lenses were misaligned, but
4: it wasn't it wasn't dust, but the lenses were misaligned by in the gyroscopes or something. But
1: yes. Incredibly small yes. things are massively, massively important. Seriously.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah, so Science is science is cool, but it's also very tenuous. It's like they, if they're whatever they're experimenting with,
4: it's like a bird is a variable that's going to fuck up our test. So the most important aspect of science is setting up your experiment with only the variables that you can absolutely control for. Yeah. If you if you're developing an experiment where it's just like, oh, it's a fucking bird. Fuck all. That's not an experiment. You that's know like what? that's such a basic, fundamental that's, tenet of science. That, that's but they, that's the most important aspect of science. I feel like are getting hung how, up
3: on this. this no, no. That's, yeah. but that's because could, that's how movie science movie is, always, is, always It, it could have been resolved if the if the experiment was already going. Yeah. And he went into the sand afterward, and they couldn't stop it at that point. They, it was fucked. yeah. Well, that that would have made that a lot more sense and resolve this. To be oh, to be oh, fair, they did
2: say they did say something like pit one, so I guess they had controls <laughs> just in case something like that happened. But, but if
3: anyway. birds got in there, yeah. this, the flying around sand would have made a lot more sense. Yeah.
4: He, so we're we're passing, <laughs> we're <laughs> passing right now some. My, my we demolecularized
1: him with a bird, and now he can fly everywhere.
4: Exactly.
2: This is this, this is all of the great scenes in the movie yeah. the the reconstitution of Sandman. As I was saying to Anthony earlier, I think this is some of the best acting in the film.
3: Yes. Yeah. which is really really sad. I Good absolutely concept. agree.
1: Good to IFFY execution. Cuz there's no cuz there's Well
3: uh, was there's there, there any, was there any actual person helping like uh, Yeah, yeah, they they, they motion capture. I'm uh, sure uh, not there was. motion
2: capture, but there was reference
3: They brought in Tom's a real Sadie Sandman Church. guy actually.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um but but God, it, look at b- it's because particles. it's because there's no dialogue. You're getting everything from the performance from behavior. and from, behavior, from yeah. behavior.
1: I have a slight issue with the um So there's a little there's rocks in there, right? There's something about the lighting and the rendering mm-hmm. of this. There's but the actual sim is staggering. Yeah. This is unbelievably Dense. They work. basically, yeah, they I had
2: mean, to create not,
4: this from scratch. It's not essentially, completely photo. I mean, it still feels a it's, little CGI to it's me. Mostly, but, I mean, it's mostly, just yeah, the,
1: it's, the physical. It is not photoreal. It's mostly a uh, the sheer amount mostly, of work
4: that's obvious here. It looks like it's lighting and a little impressive. bit of
1: surfacing, but and also the front. I have this problem with the sand. The entire movie is the sand is like four times the size of each grain of sand it should be. Uh, but it's but, you know, say but, it's, it's small got, gravel it's man, got human DNA in small it. Small gravel man, but the actual sim is <laughs> is is staggering. And you can see the handoffs between where they started one and ended another and then it's kind of track it into it. Because sometimes he'll come out of just like a chunk of... It, you can kind of tell what I'm talking about. but Yeah, but it works. Like,
4: I mean, for me it works at least. It's very cool. And I think it works because of the performance at this point. At least at, now that we're into this point. You, this performance that you see. Especially I, when, he, when he goes to grab the, the ring. Yeah, or the, not the ring, the, the locket, locket yeah. right?
2: Well, that's that's a great moment and that's a moment that sticks out in your mind. But even the moment where like he tries to sit sit up that right at the first and then collapses again it's yeah. like wow that's that's crazy That's it's,
4: like... a, it's a it's a Dr. Manhattan thing he has to learn to reconstitute himself well, well, yeah, and you but actually you, just... you actually see that I think in a
1: Dude, lot Dr. Manhattan was so cool you looking. just feel and, uh... like in the Aww. very
2: melancholy of this whole thing where it's yeah. just you know Right here, it's just really pathetic.
3: Yeah. <laughs> the score was actually re- redone over and over again to get get it just right for this particular scene. I believe it. Sam
1: yeah, there was a thing with Danny Elfman. I forgot to look it up. He,
3: Danny uh, Elfman he didn't want to do this. D- yeah, he didn't want to come back to this film. They got Danny <laughs> Elfman. One of one of Danny Elfman's uh, colleagues came on, and then Danny Elfman came back anyway to help oh, out he? his colleague. I yeah, know that.
2: apparently, according to the trivia. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, dude, if I was Danny Elfman, I would have taken any excuse to work one second less on this movie. Mm-hmm. But then again, I'm just. I I I'm speaking, speaking those, from the far the, end of the movie. They though. had the uses, really
2: crea- serious creative differences in the second one. So They
4: they use his themes, so we still getting a paycheck. So right. I would just take the paycheck and run. Yeah. Uh
3: By God. the way, the spider web would have cut off Harry's head probably instead of flinging uh, him away. Well,
4: I'll give that to the movie because I would presume at this point that that Peter can control the the web, the kind of composition of the web. Sure. And Why make not? it razor versus make it thicker.
2: Yeah, he's Just not. He's not. He's not trying to kill. He wasn't trying to kill him. Right. Okay.
1: Let's do a down in front of, thought exercise here.
3: Oh. <laughs> okay.
1: So we have identified a lot of the problems with this movie. If we wanted to make a good version of a movie that resembles this, where do you even start? Okay.
2: Well, the first thing you do is this well, is yeah. this ought to be two movies. Um I sure they
3: wanted to, the writer wanted yeah, to do that. Yeah.
2: Well, well, the writer wanted to do that, but couldn't find a place to cut it. Um, fuck you. Yes, you could. Yeah. The the place to cut it is is the the moment that they they ended the trailers on when when Venom is born and eats the camera. That's your to be continued moment. And the next movie is is all about Venom. Then this movie yeah. is about is uh, you can have Sandman, you can have Harry, but this movie is primarily about him fighting the suit and what the suit is doing to him, um, and the, the that po- is a
1: much cooler premise than anything that is explored in this movie. Well, the, it, it's it's explored in this. What I mean is that is the one premise in this movie that I think is cool.
2: Right, and and it needs to be. It ought to be explored. It ought to be the point of this movie. Is and and it's certainly advertised that way. And and all of the you know the promotional material is showing red and blue Spider-Man versus black Spider-Man and reflections and stuff like that. Um, and there was that there was that really cool shot where it was like the, the pull out and it showed his he was hanging in front of a, a the you know,
1: reflection a of the building the railing, and yeah. the
2: reflection in the building. And so um, that seemed like it was going to be
4: really cool. And oh, then that's hardly scene. Oh, God, this where she's just so completely fucking self-absorbed. Here's he's trying to be a good boyfriend. And
1: not only that, he, she is. Reg- it's like they say no blocking in improv. She is literally blocking the statements he's making. He's saying, you know, I'm Spider-Man, you know, that people hated me forever. You know, you know how that works. I had this exact same experience on a citywide scale. She's like, you don't know how this feels. Jeez. In response to that statement. Uh, yes, he does. So- as, as indicated by what he has said to you. Yeah, now, there is a difference between a realistic person with flaws and an emotional problem. Like, You could expect a situation like that unfolding, but the words would be in a different order.
3: You know, one yeah. of the one of the things that Mike and I were talking about the other day was how, as a superhero, you actually have to be careful of not to hurt innocent bystanders, right? Right. In Infamous, you get to explore that, where you get to just destroy shit as you're getting your objective done. Mm-hmm. Something like that could have been done with Spider-Man, where when he puts the black suit on, he just doesn't give a shit. He just wants to fuck up the bad guy. And it's guy. the collateral
4: damage that makes right. him a bad guy. Exactly. Wh-
3: I, yeah, I love that concept.
2: Yeah, because the whole thing that's got to push him to um you know letting go of uh, trying uh, feeling like he needs to get rid of the suit is when he realizes he's he's becoming this person and he's driven by violence and, and it's
4: not even that it's turning him into a black hat evil right. it's that it's just it's making him more reckless yeah. and as a result it's turning him to a darker shade of gray yeah. <laughs> versus a lighter shade of gray and that's
1: I that's get, fine. I want to get great. back to the diff shit. I really want to. That's what we're doing. We're, no, I, I want to get back to it, but I want to do this first. Oh, okay. I'm sorry.
3: How often does this happen in real life? Uh, not very often. You're fucking constantly like, in these movies. Uh, in the Marvel universe, yeah. you know, this the time. Uh, all right. This do you do you is, uh, just don't like Marvel?
4: No, 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 no. no that's the thing. <laughs> I love Marvel. I'm a Marvel guy, particularly an X-Men guy. Um,
1: but Marvel is retarded, Brian. Mm-hmm. But I,
4: uh, you know, <laughs> what? I uh, just just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> and James Cromwell for some fucking reason, James okay. Cromwell in this movie. But mm. I, I, I really like Marvel. it's just there's a translation. There's something that happens in the translation from uh no, book Run to from yeah. it. Combat run from it slowly. That. Yeah. D- Okay. That sometimes doesn't work. I think it's because the Marvel universe is so much larger than the DC universe right. that there's so many more properties that there's more unevenness between the translations.
1: This is objectively terrifying, horrifying, yeah. awful. Now, what happens is at the ground, her boyfriend and her father happen to meet, happen yes. to meet, and see that girl involved with both of them is hanging off a building, yeah, five hundred feet up. This is the World Trade Center. Look at this reaction. These are two humans talking about a girl that they care about.
3: Yeah. Very casually. Yeah.
1: They shouldn't be able to speak. Yeah. One of them should be sprinting into the building. Yeah. Oh, hey. She said she had a girl. Oh,
4: and I'm I'm dating your daughter, by the way. What Who does she is do at that very moment, hanging from a building yeah. in nine eleven? The one that gets me. The one that
1: gets me I'm,
2: is I gotta take what pictures. What You know what? What is she, do what? What is she doing a, up there?
3: That that's kind of like a Sam Raimi reality with his films, though. It's like it is, it is. But that's why Sam Raimi is
4: not a good filmmaker, <laughs> and I'm sorry, but that's the way it is. Right. Because the you can make anything un. Unre- you can stretch reality with suspension of disbelief and magic beans all you want, and spider powers and aliens and whatever. But at the core of it the human behavior of how your characters react to the situations they are in will we'll deter- dictate your audience's you reaction. Will you want to feel like how realistic it is. You
2: want to feel like you're watching people. And and if they're going like there there is yes. a way to make there is a way to make that work, but this whole movie has to be a satire.
3: That was Brian Finn, you know that was brian's favorite moment by the way okay. we just passed by oh uh,
1: where he's falling down the wreckage while she's oh, dying yes, and her yes, dad yes. and her boyfriend are I've, like what was she doing up
4: no, there?" no no purely in the choreography of spider-man you know sure. leaping through the through the obstacle
3: the sure. air obstacle course. i would have liked it if spider-man looked more real but i can't get past the in the CGI chat room looking spider-man they, i mean then, they
2: did they're doing the best they can you know they they, are, this, but, is, the, uh, this it, is state of the art in the chat room it frank is.
1: uh frank puts this forward and um I'll. I'll let me have the first crack at the response. He says, "Can you really dismiss the artistic efforts of hack writers from fifty years ago?" And
2: by the way, I think this. I. I, I think the CG Spider-Man, especially in this one, looks fine. It's, uh, the, the animation
4: is, is a bit wonky, but but the look of it is great.
1: Uh, I, I it think depends the, on the shot. I think for
3: the me. animators well, are
4: sure. doing the best they can with poorly with a director shots. who doesn't know. No,
1: no, yes. Right. Okay. Anyway, uh, he says, "Can you really dismiss the artistic efforts of hack writers from fifty years ago?" It what doesn't do matter. Mean? It doesn't matter. Again, throw out the source material if you have to. Make a good movie.
2: Yeah. Yes, you yeah. can. Yeah. I guess. I guess the answer is yes, you can. Uh, which, yeah. which. I mean, it looks like that's what they're doing with the Amazing Spider-Man and stuff like that. It's. It. You know. It's like. It's like if you're going to make a big budget version, a movie version of like a soap opera. It's like, look, they just had to. They they had three hours to write something because they had to get it in front of the camera that right. afternoon. Um, but people responded to it, so they're making movie. It's like now we're upgrading it for the movie. Right. Let's be serious. We do not have
1: the limitations we had when we yeah, wrote it. Right.
2: Yeah. So let's take let's take fucking all the Douglas things...
1: Adams changed the books a thousand times. Right. right. Let's right.
2: take all the things that. But that was part of the gag. But um, let's take all the things that people were responding to there. Mm-hmm. You know, lift like the,
4: it. The very essence of the story. Yeah.
2: Lift it out of the the execution. And place it in a new execution that's more appropriate to the medium. Yes, we'll and, and, and 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 there's
1: also no reason he has to wear that stupid, awful, cut off striped shirt and have the low hairline. But that's just me saying something that I'm, I'm sure comic nerds would not.
4: Well, like. you know, if that's if that's how the character designs is designed, and you need to maintain the kind of the feel of that, this is fine. a great
1: scene for an entirely different movie. If it right, if, and
4: so it's another example of a joke that goes on thirty seconds too long. Yeah,
1: this is a chicken fight, guys. This is Family Guy. I
2: was gonna say yeah. I'm like yeah. Seth MacFarlane keeps getting away with it. So, hey,
1: by the way, this guy, his girlfriend was in 9/11 yesterday. Yes, but hey, sure. again,
3: again, I I give it to this character though because he's an ass, right? But we're supposed to
1: we're supposed to find him compelling and compassionate he's, later he's non- when he loses his girlfriend.
3: He's the non-gray area guy, right? He's just a dick he's
1: basically. supposed to be written to they're trying they're literally trying to write him to be a sympathetic villain
3: but they're trying to make a gray area movie yeah and you
4: can't have a black hat character in a gray
2: area right. movie. and the
1: thing i mean the thing about
2: the thing about venom that that would have made him great for that is that he's a gray area character i mean i'll, I'll i was gonna bring it up later but rem- remember how i went off on that that ram- rant about vader crossing his arms um uh, yes because it's just like the one little thing there's there's the, the one i don't remember there's... that
1: rant give me give me a <sighs> the summary of the rant real quick
2: well just at the end of Re- revenge of the sith vader walks up and stands beside the emperor and then he crosses his arms over his chest I it's recall like that, yeah. vader never and it's does Hayden that. christensen in the suit it's hayden christensen and because in it's in the hayden suit.
4: christensen in the suit uh he can do that but when it was david prowse in the original suit the reason he never does that is because he physically couldn't right And that's why his his hands go on his waist yeah as opposed to crossing your shoulders, so it's because a shoulders, cuz he literally couldn't do it. So it's like you can't see It's a see, small detail. Yeah,
2: but it's a small detail but it's like you can't see Vader's face. You can't see anything but his his presence and his his uh, you know, um his mannerisms. mannerisms that's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Thank you. You, you so it's like you have to get the mannerisms right to be able to get the character across, and he gets the mannerisms wrong, and that's why I'm saying Vader never shows
1: is up. It, and is Richards it at all possible
3: set. that it's Lucas's fault Maybe. because no, he, he wanted yeah. that? He wanted that two shot We're just talking Maybe. about
1: inconsistency of character, yeah. though. Right.
4: Yeah, and ultimately, it is the director's
3: fault. Now how does that
1: the, tie back into Venom? Comes.
2: What I'm, what I, well, there's 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 a specific line, and it's I mean it's endemic, but there's a specific line that that. Like ties everything together with what's wrong with this movie Venom compared to the the comic book Venom, where later on he says I like being bad, yes. right? Yeah. And aside from that being too on the nose, number one, Venom never never speaks in first person singular. He speaks in first person plural because he's a symbiote. Mm-hmm. So Which he as he always he would we. say we like being bad. Okay. Because he's always talking about the symbiote. The fact that he never speaks that way is like that's that's like his thing. That's mm. that's it's like if Yoda
1: of... talked like. Talk George normal. DK. Yeah, yes.
2: if if Yoda just talked normal, it, 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 it's like that's not Yeah, it's the Yoda, character. but it's not Yoda. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's so, Darth Vader, but that's not Darth Vader. So there's that. You never get the you never get the aspect of the the symbiosis between the because because it's partially taking over his mind. You know, he's he's become one with it. He he is one entity with it whereas here it's played more like Gollum in the Ring. He's more um the
4: fucking butler. We'll get back oh, to Oh yeah, butler. that's we'll get back con. To keep that's, going,
2: going. that's a redcon, right? He he gets yes. w- Oh yeah. a huge he, huge retcon He gets con. more um uh you know, it, it's more of an addiction than than a a an aspect of his character.
4: Right. The 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 symbiote. Um, than, than a merging of identities. Yeah. And then
2: and then the second part you know, if he even if he said we we like being bad. That's not what Venom's about. Venom thinks he's the good guy. Venom is the quintessential. He's the hero in his own movie, mm-hmm. and he thinks that Spider Man is the villain. Mm-hmm. His whole thing, the whole reason that he's always trying to take down Spider Man, is he thinks Spider Man is the bad guy. Legitimately, not just to him, he thinks Spider Man is the biggest threat in the city, and he's the superhero. But he looks scary, and he has the problem where he's reckless, and he doesn't think about the bystanders around him because he's so single-minded about getting spider-man so that's what places him in the gray area as a villain um but there's none of that here there is literally i like being bad and that's what venom is in this
4: movie well he loved you that's the
3: main thing yeah (sighs) sorry apparently bryce (laughs) dallas howard was several months pregnant when she did this film and she did her own stunts not realizing that wow
1: (gasps) Several months? She didn't notice for several months? Some people... Wow. She would have been puking for There's a There's
2: an entire show called I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant, <laughs> so... What? Really? Yes,
3: yes there, is.
1: there is. Not wow. to mention a thousand Oprah specials.
3: So, apparently the producer makes a cameo in this movie as the driver of the car that gets um, destroyed. The, the, Which car gets destroyed? The, There's a yeah. bunch of cars that get yeah. destroyed. The, 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 the money car? Or oh,
4: the, the, the armored car? The, armored the car. van Can I
1: make a, a statement that is... It, it comes from ignorance, so this is something that I can be schooled on, but it will be as controversial as anything i've ever said from what i've seen and from what i've i've garnered from things that have been built on what he's done i, I don't think stanley is good i don't think he's good i think he came up with some cool th- I, I think he was a, i think he was a guy who 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 created things that people liked sixty years ago, and they got grandfathered into everyone's childhood after that. It, it, yeah, it's a little it, bit of that. It's a George Lucas thing. It's well, Doctor Who, frankly. It, it, Doctor Who was the... an annoying kids show that became Doctor Who.
4: By the way, this is, I think is another example of a moment that's actually good. This scene is like where the the producers and the director of the show are like, "Oh fuck, her agent did yeah. the call Fuck us. Now we got to do it. Okay. Like this that's is not our job. This is the one." Or one of the few very human moments in this that I actually buy on a human level that these, yeah. these are actual real people in a real situation. What were you going to say about Stanley? Where
2: they're, where they're all, you know, even even he says that was so poorly handled. Yeah. like they're not they're not assholes. They don't they don't they're like God. We fucked everything up. Right, um, Stanley. Well, Stanley, uh, w- what you said about George Lucas is great because he comes up with these great ideas, and then over the course of sixty years, brilliant writers come in and, and, and make awesome stuff out of it, and then oh, yeah. and, and yeah. he gets the credit for having come up with the idea in the first place. Although, I mean, Spider Man, there's a there's and I'm not super punch him in the face. I'm not super familiar with this, but um, um, there's a whole thing where um, the guy Steve Ditko. Um, doesn't feel he gets enough credit for having created Spider-Man. I've got no, I've got no dog in that fight, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm just reporting what I understand. Um, and so there's a whole controversy over, you know, he feels like Stan Lee takes all the credit, and he's like, I, he came up with the name, and right. I figured out everything else. Now
1: you know. I told a, the actual story. Yeah, now, when yeah. you say he was smart, what are you referring to? Well,
2: he was smart in the sense that the, uh, first the, of all, the brain, he was, the brain part of the yeah, body. <laughs> he, I mean, he was clever. He came, he came up with a lot of <laughs> ideas, and he just <laughs> tossed them out there. And the, one of the things about comic books, just like with uh, uh, soap operas, it's like, well, if we have a shitty one, we got another one coming out next week, and they'll all forget that one. Right. Um, we got another chance next week, um, which is the
4: life of a serial storyteller. Yeah. As much in live action television as in anything else. But, like, well, that episode but was shit. But he's also, right, he's next, also on,
2: next week. He's also got the opportunity to do the same. With With heroes, he'll throw out fucking Ant-Man, didn't work out, okay, Spider-Man, hey, you like that one, all right, we'll do more of him.
1: I think George Lucas is a a good comparison point, and it sounds pejorative because we all sort of deride George Lucas often these days, but I don't mean he's a, a cackling weirdo like George kind of appears to be sometimes, and I think George is probably a really sweet guy in person, but we're talking about the guy who gets the credit for a huge thing. Now, you think of Star Wars, and you go, George Lucas made Star Wars. George Lucas wrote Star Wars eventually and shot Star Wars, and Marsha Lucas and the other dude Isn't edited a, it, it, and then Irvin Kershner made Empire. Right. So three people came after George to make Star Wars right. George's glorious And most people, most And people, people go, George Lucas is amazing. Yeah.
4: Isn't that the guy from that prison break? It says the police officer to the other police officer. Yeah. As
1: okay. opposed to tapping on the shoulder, pointing, and coming up slow, or yeah. something like that. Exactly. As opposed
4: to just even tossing in just a little bit of jargon if it just uh, isn't, isn't that guy from reality? the Doobly Doo? Isn't that the perp? I don't. Yeah. Whatever. whatever. Isn't, isn't that the perp from the from? Well, you
2: don't. You, know, you do like, turn everything into jargon, but yeah. Well, I mean, no, 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 no. But you know. Isn't
3: that the perp from the 482? It's like well, uh, that's a little too much. Isn't but, that, Isn't that the perp the sergeant told us about yeah. last night? Bam. Sure. Whatever. Uh, so, have you read about the Salmon at all in the comic books? At all? At all? I
2: don't know that much about Saman. He gets mixed up with Clayface. I just want
3: head. to know if he flies around. Oh, that's what happens when Saman's in the rain. Well, True. The, the whole Sandman flying around thing bothers me for some reason. It's like, why does he have the ability to, to fly? What, why does he have what the, gives well, him that ability?
1: I, I understand the concept of, and they give me shit for it all the time. Where I'll get fi- like, There's a, a massive tissue of stupid shit on the screen, and I'll fix it on one thing, and they're mm-hmm. like, everything about this is stupid. So I understand what you're saying. But he also does collect himself into human form and walk around. Right, and I know I understand the concept of some. The flying, for some reason, pulls it over the edge. But the thing that get, if it's going to be one thing for me, it's, it's the bullets. roll around. Yeah, That's you what know what I'm saying. He the one thing that gets me through. instead of well, flying is the the way the bullets interact right. with him.
2: You know what the problem is with the flying? I think is, uh, I <laughs> I can buy that, but it's the fact that it's like no, he's Sandman, not Windman. Right, he doesn't yeah. get no, to control exactly. that. Right.
3: right, he should be bulldozing through shit. Right, he yeah. should collect himself and roll. No, uh, actually, the bullets thing is a good point. He should be
1: a flat avalanche.
3: <laughs> a flat avalanche. That's a. No,
1: cool, no. that sounds like it'd be a good dessert, doesn't it?
3: The flat avalanche. He should just like become a thing and fall on people. No, like
1: a flat avalanche. Like he moves through the through the like. Imagine an avalanche going down a hill, just going across the flat city. Where they just put together this celebration, and Rally collecting really shit yeah. is yeah. getting yeah. worse and worse. Like, or, like, well, a, like a tidal wave of sand. That
3: would be too much for Spider Man to handle in his web.
1: Oh, uh, apparently Spider Man's infallible. He can do whatever. <laughs> Now we're talking
4: yeah, the, Katamari damasi or whatever here. The bullets aspect is actually a good point. One
2: oh, I, my God. I, it doesn't make
1: any sense. The one, one
4: I considered. Because do you know what they put on gun ranges past the actual targets to make sure that the bullets
3: don't go Brian, is, go it, it, is it sand?
1: Yeah, it's a lot of sand. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so my those, God. See, fucking it. Hmm. What if he
3: created guns out of his sand and shut the bullets back at the cops? <laughs> <laughs> he has the
1: ability to do that. If he can animate parts of his own self and fly around with them. On, on an individual basis he could totally have
3: sand bullets. They should have watched Terminator 2 a couple of times before making this movie. Tornado 2? Terminator 2. Terminator, Terminator, Terminator two. 2. Okay. Liquid Terminator.
2: They're they're definitely well they're definitely uh you know looking to the T1000 for inspiration on a number of moments in this film.
3: Well, I I guess that thing when he when Spider-Man punches Sandman and his hand goes uh-huh. through his body, that that makes me really angry for some reason. It's like either your hand's going to break or he's going to take it from you and throw you. Uh-huh. Isn't that what he does? No, no but punches he should, through his back and it's, but, it's, it's No, it's a no, cool but doesn't moment. he doesn't he then like
2: voom, and toss him or something? It should have happened instantly. How did as they get in touch with Spider Man?
1: Do they talk to Spider Man's people to arrange his appearance?
2: Yeah, is there a? I think is there I, a spider signal? Yeah, I think, I think I think I can give it this. Although, like, what's he swinging on? He's going into the middle of the park. Um, well, this looks like a I mean,
4: that's that's part of Spider Man. Yeah, it's, that, that is a Spider Man thing,
2: it. but. Uh, I, I assume that he just heard about it, and they were like, he'll
1: show. Yeah, but she he knew. To- <laughs> that's a lot of faith, man. That's like, uh, do we know he's coming? <laughs> we know that he's probably heard of it. It's been in the papers. See? Okay. And our friendly neighborhood, point Spider-Man. And, and that's what. We- nobody nobody look. Nobody look. That- Damn, no. No, no, no. Hold on,
2: no. hold on. Let me do this again. Let me go again.
4: <laughs> a different Spider-Man. Action. That would be amazing to have one little scene with the publicists of this this whole ceremony going, okay, so how did, did, did has anybody actually talked to him? Well, no, no, no. We put it on the news. it's so a family guy joke, we, but it's we we a funny joke. But, I mean, that, that adds a it's, – it's, it's thinking about those aspects of it that lend it reality. It's like think of it in those terms. If this were, if this were a real situation, if you were the publicist for, for this
3: thing and you
4: had to figure out how to get in touch with Spider-Man, how would you actually do
3: that? But wouldn't that just draw attention to itself and make people question it more?
4: Well, no,
2: that would actually be hanging a lantern.
3: It would it's, be saying exactly. It would be saying the the.
1: Uh... We know this is kind of nuts. So when yeah.
3: you watch that scene, all you could think about is how the hell did they get in touch with Spider-Man? Not all. No, but, I mean that's that's an aspect of it. I didn't think about that. Well, personally. you focused
1: on the flying sand. Yeah,
3: I, I did. Know. So there.
1: Okay. So yeah. I don't want
2: to. And how does Sandman know that there's money over there? Does he have money
4: sense too?
1: <laughs> I. <laughs> okay.
4: Um.
2: What are I like we making, the way, are by the we way, making I, fun
1: of when you say that? I like the way the uh, the sand occasionally, know. it moves at the same time as the camera, and you get these moments where it's not motion blurred. I think that's a cool touch, and it looks good. Uh, I still think the sand is too big. I want to talk about, and it's well-documented how I feel about Kirsten Dunst, but I had a recent uh, a recent revelation on that front that I wanted to share with you. Uh, we're all in agreement, even without having discussed it before, that Zoe Deschanel is too hot to be considered a dorkable, right? She's not really a dork, and she's uh, too no, hot. She is... She's, uh,
4: a freak. Well, she's right. not. She's not a dork. I think she's. she's, she's she should she's not hot. be cast as
1: the oh that girl. But one day she'll find a boyfriend type. She is clearly gorgeous and clearly cute and all of those things. Well, she's also. Well,
2: she's also like you know you sitting down next to a a thing at the wax museum and then it moves Ugh! like <laughs> she looks like she looks like a fake person. She, yeah, that, she looks anime kind occasionally. Of. Now,
1: yeah. now uh, yeah. that role though, the role of the like. See. Uh, for instance, like the you put glasses on her and she's a nerd character that the people around her don't know See? she's hot.
3: He didn't take him. He didn't grab him. <laughs> All right, well, that's he fine. He should have.
4: He could have. Instantly. Well, it, it's a it's a Terminator. three slash Terminator Salvation problem? No, not here. It's not working. Okay, cool. The, uh, Terminator, what now? Okay. Uh, in Terminator three, well, in the first two Terminator movies, the the but sen- there it's working. The sense of danger is always how close does the Terminator get to you? Because the Terminator, once it gets within arm's reach, will kill we'll, you. will just fucking kill you. Right. But then in Terminator three and Terminator Salvation. Over and over and over again, they get close to you, and then they throw
1: you across yeah. the room. Right, 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 and it's,
3: right, right. it completely right, destroys that, right. that sense of tension. That the sense of two. fear that yeah. the audience has, right.
1: <laughs> in the chat room, a light says, is this movie fucking happening? Yeah, um, here's, it my, is. here's the thing about Kirsten Dunst, though. De Deschanel and every other chick that's ever been cast in that put glasses on her and the, and the guys around her don't know she's hot role don't work for that role. They don't. They're too hot for that role. Kirsten Dunst, Dunst would work for that role. Because she is kind of haggard looking. <laughs> what if, what if you put glasses on Kirsten Dunst, she would be, she would be like, Kirsten, the, she would be like the cutest girl in your science class. Kirsten Dunst, legitimately. Le-
4: Kirsten Dunst, like Gina Davis, is very much like from the right angles with the right lighting, with her mouth closed. Gorgeous. Oh, here's one of those wrong jokes Long angles, that goes wrong lighting. On. This is
3: one of the jokes that goes on for too long. Yeah. Yep. But I was going to ask you, what if Spider-Man did get his arm broken by the Sandman? He was thrown into the street and had to watch as the destruction unfolded, and he couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. Because he was fucked up. Or he got more fucked up trying. Well, then uh, that would be great because then
2: that sets it up for the reason that he would, he would be so excited about the, the black suit because it's, it's given – he would feel like he has come to the edge of his power. He's come to his limit. He's not getting any stronger, but the villains are, and then he's got this opportunity to
4: make himself
1: stronger.
2: There you go. We got yeah. Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Right.
4: Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, Bruce Campbell.
4: Bruce Campbell, who rocks it as always. I think this I, is probably his best. I was Spider-Man gonna
1: say this role. is the only time in the in the franchise that I've liked Bruce Campbell's I love this, appearance.
4: I I do love this scene, although it's weird
2: because I keep like I grew up with Monty Python, so I have no trouble like switching between now John Cleese is Lance Now he's the Wizard Tim, and now he's <laughs> like from one uh, right. one cut to the other. But for some reason with him, it was so difficult for me. I was like, when is he going to turn into
4: the asshole?
2: Like I always I kept expecting the other shoe to drop with this character, but he's just a cool
4: guy. You know who's what it actually is? Actually, trying to help because he's also French, a yeah, French I, I think Bruce think Campbell. Really you're just waiting for the <laughs> asshole. To I, I think, him. think that's what it is. He's you're a right. French Bruce Campbell maitre d at yeah. a fancy restaurant,
2: and you don't expect him to be cool and, yeah. and like on on Peter's side. But
1: I, and then I, he does the whole Pecker thing, which is he's like Parker. That's what I said. Pecker. It's like uh-huh.
4: I kind of like that because you're waiting for that moment, and uh-huh. maybe it's not done right in the sense that it it never really fully pays off that expectation, even by subverting it. But I I like that sense you know, of like I, you're waiting for it to come, yeah. and even if it ne- never does. But I wind up liking him as a character too. Yeah. But it's but again, this, it's, this is another great. This is another one of those few bright spots in this movie, right. and especially uh, even the timing in this where it's the you
1: know, chat. You know, Sarvan's preserves. like Abe Froman, the sausage king of Chicago. I think that's what you were queuing in on is the snooty guy in the restaurant in Ferris Bueller. Maybe the, the major D. Maybe
4: yes, yes. I mean that's that's definitely that's the, the character show. you that's think he's archetype. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, oh. I'm sure that's a trope, actually, Dr. Submarine. That the he's
1: been giving me a shack-out. bunch of tropes, and, and I've just not been bringing them up. Sorry, and his, Doc.
4: You know, he they make a whole thing right there. He's like,
2: he's like, you know, take care of that ring. He's like, oh, with my life. It's like you totally expect him to drop the ball yeah, and yeah, not
3: yeah. give a shit. How did Toby Maguire become marketable? I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't know how anyone in this movie ever got into the picture business. Ah!
3: Well, Toby Maguire was
2: in a number of uh, – he, 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 Wow. He was in a Toby
1: n- Maguire and Kirsten Dunst are both not people.
2: Toby Maguire was in a number of, uh, like, fairly, su- fairly successful
3: um, – Movies that didn't star him? Well, Pleasantville. He <laughs> was in, no,
2: he was in Pleasantville. He was in uh, – that, s- that movie made a lot of money. Pleasantville was not about him. He it was, was about the effects in that film. But it doesn't matter. He starred in it, and that was well before. People are only just now realizing that effects are what sell the film. People didn't realize I don't that. I not that's true. Though.
3: I think Star Wars. It's about the effects when. The no, but they still out, they
2: still care about the name over the, the title. Well, uh, it's it's only what? it's only it's only with Planet of the Apes that the name above the title became the
3: effects. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, it's officially recent that the effects is the star. Right. But I think effects have been a thing for a long time. Well, of course. But, but it's never Star, been Wars. Recog- yeah, star yeah, Wars, yeah. That, I that mean, nobody went.
4: Nobody went to see Star Wars from Mark Hamill right. or Harrison Ford at the time.
1: Right. Why did you call yourself a million actor?
4: It's a joke on Shakespearean actor, because the first okay, so the first movie that we put on. Okay. The, it, we joined the the reason Ryan and I joined the community of theforce.net was to promote Star Wars: The Lost Hope, which is a parody of, uh, you know, it was me as Mark Hamill and him as as uh, Pavlich, Alec Guinness.
1: I am not being mean. I deserve an explanation from someone as to how Tobey Maguire. Is in this movie. I'm saying who,
4: who, he was in. Who, who he, puts this man on screen and goes, I want to watch two he, hours of him? He was in movies.
1: Six, six hours he of
2: him. He was in movies like uh, The Cider House Rules and wasn't he in October Sky or am I getting confused? No, he was yeah, not in, in October Sky. October Do
3: not, Sky. not fuck with October okay. Sky. <laughs> he was not in the house. Um,
2: he was, I mean, he was in Pleasantville and so it, it, it was probably one of those cases where they went, let's get. You know, let's get the up-and-comer, not the not the person who's hot right now. We'll we'll put him in, and it'll make him hot. And then we've right. got our own. Well, you know, that was thing. that was
4: obviously what they were doing with James Franco, right. in a, in a In a similar kind of sense,
2: right? And that's, I mean, that's they do that they do that with directors a lot, where they'll take someone from the indie world and give. That's what they're doing Mark with Webb. the what's, what, exactly. Yeah. That's what they're doing with the Spider-Man reboot, and what they're doing with what they're doing with Andrew Garfield. What? As Garf, as Garfield as as Spider-Man as well. Although Andrew Garfield is great, but it's totally the kind of thing that up until Social Network which was after he was cast as Spider-Man if I'm it came out after. Okay. Oh, it came it out. It came but, out after. But so people somebody didn't would have like, seen a screening on the lot sure, or whatever. Sure. But but people people are going this guy's going to be big, not he is big. He's right. mostly from the indie right. world. The re- right.
4: the reason I said oh fuck right now is because Tobey Maguire is going to be in The Great Gatsby as Nick Carraway. Oh boy. Fuck. How do you guys feel about the nerdy? Yeah, well, the Great Gatsby okay. is being made by, Hold on. what's his
2: name, the guy uh, uh, the guy who
3: made Moulin Rouge? Oh, Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann, which I, I, I love Moulin Rouge, but that's not the right Can we thing. Ad- I'm okay. sorry, Anthony, go ahead. How do you feel about the guy who, who played the main voice in How I Met Your Dragon? The, the, main ner- the nerdy kind of guy. He's got kind of a nasally voice. I need, Oh, Jay Baruchel? Yeah. I like him guy? a lot. Do you think he could have been Spider-Man? I
1: think he would have been a much better Spider-Man. If uh, you don't, if you haven't seen him do like a dramatic performance, watch I'm Reed Fish. It's a great movie starring him. Does but, he always sound nasally? No, it's an effective but voice think, he does for the nerdy roles.
2: I think I think they gave I think they found exactly the right balance of that in Andrew Garfield because he's
1: Andrew Garfield is pretty, but he can play the shy shy nerd. Yeah, he's
2: he's he's. Kind of skinny, but he, you know, he could kind of bulk up for the role, which he did a little bit, and he's he's dorky, but he's also kind of cute, and he's, you know, he and, and, and he, he's
4: good at the dramatic role. And he has a snarky quality to him. Yeah. He has, like, this situation is fucking bullshit. Right. Quality to him, which... Okay. which is right. an integral, essential part of which, Peter Parker's character, uh, oh, I, which is not conveyed at all in Tobey Maguire's Which in, and, and let's be
2: fair, it's not conveyed in his performance, but it's not like that's written into his performance fair either. Enough. It's, fair it's, enough. He didn't have that to work with.
1: Okay, now in the chat
2: which room... Which a lot of people complained about. They missed the snarkiness. I think he was, there, pro- there,
4: think he was is a, powerful
3: l- enough to argue that, though.
4: There, There is a line or two, at least in the early ones. I don't know if there's even a line of Peter Parker's snarkiness in Spider-Man 3, but there is a line or two that at least pay lip, Service to that that snarky that quality. massive part
1: part of his character.
4: Yeah, uh, but, in the chat room, Dean Line yeah. says
1: this and I address this. They wanted an actor, not a movie star, for this role.
2: Sure, well they didn't, give they didn't get they didn't get one that either. Well, to be again,
1: if they got Jake Gyllenhaal, I have no argument. I don't uh, even like Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake
2: Gyllenhaal actually, um, uh, Toby, you know, famously hurt his back between one and two, and he may have been playing for more money and stuff like that but they were considering replacing him with jake Hall.
1: i don't even like jake gyllenhaal and i think he would have been able to pull he this off better he might be a little too old for it but then again toby is in high school still
2: <laughs> um i
1: don't mean to come across as an ass i'm did, sure they're really nice people and i've liked stuff they've done before again i can't think of it right i liked
2: now. i i saw him in but, i saw him in the cider house rules i thought he was good
1: do you see secretariat no don't worry about it i the horse is uh you'll like the horse no no Seabiscuit you're thinking. Oh of, yeah. Right. right.
2: I did see Seabiscuit, biscuit and I thought that was very funny. It was like, wow, yeah. that horse ended the depression somehow. Dude, wait, understand. did you see the trailer
1: for Spielberg's new movie? The War Horse trailer? I have, but yeah. it just Ooh, went babe, babe. in one ear and out the other, I am
3: angry. <laughs> what about Ryan Gosling? Hell, yeah. I I, I Ryan like Gosling I said
2: fantastic. In I love Drive,
4: which Mike and I saw the other day. It was fa- he's fantastic. I've
2: loved Ryan Gosling for ages. I was saying I was saying on Twitter like when when we were developing Descendants, I was already, you know, I was like you got to think about the franchise potentially, if it if it works out, and I would have wanted Ryan Gosling for for a character in the sequel. And at that point in time, everyone was like, who, "Who's Ryan Gosling?" <laughs> like a couple people knew who he was, like the fucking guy from Lars and the Real Girl or whatever. I'm like, "Yes, Lars he's and the Real so Girl good, was awesome." And I'm like, Ryan
3: Gosling is so good, you don't even understand. <laughs> is it is it weird that every time? I but see now it, everyone's figured it out. Every so. time I see James Cromwell, I think of two movies. I think of Deep Impact and First Contact. Not yes. babe. Yes, not babe. I Those think I b- saw him at
2: first uh, contact. Is one of the primary ones. I saw James Cromwell
1: at Trader Joe's. You've seen first contact. Or Whole Foods,
2: huh? You've seen first contact. Yeah. Oh, I've seen like I've seen all. He,
1: I've he did only did all just the, saw Contact,
3: li- not first contact. Michael yeah. lives with like Star Trek freaks. Yeah, you
4: well, that's true. But we had that conversation. I think it was on the Kick Ass commentary. You said something about Star Trek Two, and I was like Star Trek Twelve, Michael. Right. And I was like, you have them on the shelf there.
2: Well, no, that, yeah. But that's only because I was thinking in terms of... Of the new one. It's called Star Trek, and then the next one would presumably be called. But yes. But yes, you're correct. (laughs) It would be Star Trek 12. Anyway,
1: uh, from Jump Street, I have a problem with Tobey Maguire. As a performer, I don't buy him as a performer. My problem with Kirsten Dunst is a joke that I've put too much emphasis onto before. I just, I don't see the movie star quality in Kirsten Dunst at all. I have liked her performances before. I think she's great in Eternal Sunshine. And I, stuff like I, see, I, I don't I don't, can't think I of a point where I I went God, I don't Toby hate, Maguire is awesome. In that I don't movie. hate
4: Tobey Maguire as much as you do. I, hate I, him. I fucking hate I don't like him. Him. Okay. the faces he fucking makes yeah. in these movies. I want to You rip know the
1: faces that lips. John Mayer makes when he's singing a note that he can't quite sing? <laughs> Tobey Maguire's face looks like that all the time.
3: Why don't he, you hate him? I, I don't, don't understand. Know. Uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm Look just giving face. him. Maybe I'm just kind of giving him a task. It's not, his, it's not his face. That, it's not his face that bothers me. It's <laughs> he looks perfor-
2: like Brent
4: Spiner. How can you hate a face like that?
2: No, it's not his
3: no, face. No, face Brent
4: Spiner is a much better actor than. Hmm.
3: The, it's not than his face that require. bothers me. It's his performance. It's just never anything substantial. It's like it just feels cardboard. It's, com-
4: it's it's completely fake. It's completely fake and affected and not real in any way, shape, or form. It's. You, well, I you mean, can tell. You can tell when the camera is on him. Oh that shit!
1: We have to take a shot.
4: Uh, fuck. What? You can tell when the camera is on him that he knows that the camera is on him, and that's like consciously in the front of his brain. Right. This is I'm wh- doing the acting. I'm now. doing the acting thing now, as opposed to just yeah, living and a being a fucking human being. Right. You want a shot in? And living okay, through thanks. a situation.
1: You're not playing with the Why other are kids.
3: We doing a shot? I'll take a shot of
4: that, Uh Because
1: this is. Uh, uh, Dean says, Warning, warning, warning. Double shot. Re coincidental flashback.
4: I don't want you to do something stupid. Like
1: I,
3: know you, find hate, my own I, know. I know you hate Kristen Dunst, but I, I would give her more credit in this film than Toby McGuire.
1: Now, as a performance, it's hard to separate from the fucking words she's saying, but I think she's a better actor than Tobey Maguire. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, three, two, one shot.
2: The schnapps is much better than the tequila we have today.
1: Yeah. Well, I told you not to do shots of gold tequila. Salsa that shit will kill you, man. man. I, Did yeah. you know
3: I I heard something like Tobey Maguire's friends with um Titanic, who's who's uh, DiCaprio? DiCaprio. DiCaprio? Like he's friends with and like they were auditioning at the same time, like they were buddies really close. I think and, DiCaprio's a little older, but And yeah. what happened was they agreed to like somehow be there for each other, but then they kept going on the same auditions, and, and DiCaprio, DiCaprio kept, kept taking him? all the roles. Well, that's nah. because he can act and he's pretty. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> so it's
1: like if you go, if, it's like if who? Let's see, who's a good person for this comparison? I already have the uh, the DiCaprio. I just need uh, another person like Tobey Maguire, who I, I, I it, well, of, Dica- of arguable of Adolf Hitler, of <laughs> arguable, of arguable, appreciable. Oh my attractiveness. god, he
2: could totally play Hitler in a biopic, though.
4: Holy shit!
2: I see that working.
4: Oh my God!
2: Actually, I was no offense. No fa- I don't know. He might be Jewish. I don't know. But I'm not. I'm not calling you a Nazi. I'm just saying you would. You would you do, look you like. Would, yeah. Yeah. You would. You would be able to
3: play the role in a film. Wow. Darkman. You know
1: who yeah. else looks like Tobey Maguire? Hitler. <laughs>
3: yeah. Who, who else looks like Tobey Maguire? Hitler. Hitler. Goebbels. Goebbels. You thought I was going to say Hitler? You guys, guys you? spend way too much time together. <laughs> like finishing. Let's try not to do that too much. Jokes. Let's try not to do that a lot.
1: Dude, Tim Blake Nelson should be in everything. I miss Tim Blake Nelson. Why isn't he in everything? Anyway. Timberlake oh, by
3: Nelson. the way, there's Venom in this movie. I, I do feel like it.
1: You yeah, know, that is, a,
4: that is a big problem.
3: Yeah. How, what
2: time is it? It's an hour into the movie. It's like, oh, by the way, Venom. Yeah. Uh, we uh, forgot about you, him.
4: You can, you can almost see Raimi and his editor in the editing bay going, fuck, we haven't cut to Venom in a while. Uh,
2: if this is going to be the, the point of the movie, if the black suit is the point of the movie, th- the movie's half over. Yeah. And we're finally getting to this point and you and you're right to me it was totally watching it it's like oh by the way this oh yeah that is in this movie i guess
1: uh in the chat room what? they they also mentioned uh, McGuire. Uh, not topemagwar Topher grace i like Topher grace
2: I like Topher Grace when he's playing a role that he's appropriate for. I don't think he's right for he's Eddie not, Brock. He's not right for Eddie Brock. Well, yeah. I don't know anything he about Eddie you, Brock.
1: He actually would have been a good
4: Peter Parker, I think. How would you have handled yeah.
2: – okay. Fuck, yeah. Well, that's yeah. – well, that's, But that's why, yeah. that's why they made him Eddie Brock because they wanted to do Eddie Brock as like the dark mirror thing where he dark gets – Dark mirror Peter Parker. Yeah, he gets he, – he's just like Peter Parker. He's, he's skinny, kind of a loser, and blah, 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 and he gets these powers, and he doesn't go – you know, he didn't have an Uncle Ben, so he doesn't go the path of great right.
3: responsibility. He just fucking tears shit up. I know this is my stop
1: talking about theme we're watching spider-man movies I, so. I, know,
3: I know this is minor but how would you have done the pov of venom going up to the bed just that specific moment i thought that was cool you like that
1: i thought the shadow play, with, with the oh, the shadow shadow play was cool. cool
3: but the shadow play is good no the, the specific pov i probably just wouldn't have done okay anyway just, it just felt like bullshit like i would have done something you know like a wide angle lens or something yeah. more creative
4: as i, as I was re- well a wide angle lens isn't necessarily creative <laughs> I mean, depending on how you're using it, but only
1: if the I, top is wide and the bottom is not, that'd be a weird lens.
4: As I was rewatching this last night and this morning, I, I was re- <laughs> I, I, I was recalling everybody's reaction to the Amazing Spider-Man trailer with, "Oh my god, so much point of view! That point of view shot is so stupid." I that shot, yeah. I don't have um, a problem. with it. I I don't like it either. But rewatching this, I was surprised at how much point of view stuff there was. Ah. Uh-huh. And and then it, comparing that now to the to the trailer, it's like. You guys are in such up-in-arms over this point-of-view shot in this trailer.
2: I think it's different. I mean, it'll remain to be seen, but there's, like, point-of-view shots from, like, Venom, and then there's the, the literal the video, video game, game point of running view through first-person shooter okay. type All of right. thing. Oh, I didn't know. Try- Do did you guys trying- know that James, trying- Go ahead.
1: James Cameron did a treatment for Spider-Man? Do you know that? Yes. Yes. I yes. didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. A no, been, he he cool.
2: wrote an
3: 80-page 80-page treatment for Spider-Man. If I if I recall Damn.
2: correctly, he wanted Electro and Sandman. So Sandman would have been the first villain.
1: I want Cameron definitely would have done mechanical uh, shooters. Sam, Sam Man yes. wanted
2: Yeah. No, actually Cameron's the one who invented the idea of the non-mechanical shooters. Look, Are you shitting
4: s- me? Yeah. Look how casually they're taking the fact that they're test that they're uh, little s- slide rule. A roll. living
1: non-Newtonian fluid. Yeah.
4: He's looking at something under a microscope, and it crawls off of the plate. Yeah. How often does that d- happen? And how casually do they? Yeah, take Yeah. They just that put a little
2: cup on it. They're like, "Well, better not let that yeah. get out." Yep. That's.
4: Uh, so I think this might be dangerous. This appears to be oh, an alien. Oh, you don't, we should put you, it back the slide. You don't fucking say. Yeah. You don't say. But, uh, but also, uh, I mean, but, uh, and, and let's and then let's after that sequence, let's have Tobey Maguire do his fucking confused rate. Yeah. There's there's also the
2: The difference of how the black suit is handled, and maybe it was maybe it was the right choice considering the why's it got to be a black suit quote unquote reality of the this uh, dark blue situation, but um in the this the symbiote becomes his clothing. It's not it's not like a dye job on his
4: clothing. It's different from when Eddie Brock then becomes this. Yeah, Eddie Brock is Venom, but when Spider Man is Venom quote unquote he's Spider Man with a black color scheme. But, but, which doesn't the, make any sense
2: in the comic book, it lives within him. It 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 metamorphizes. It can take on different forms. So his clothing is the suit. Right. Um. His clothing is the symbiote taking on like this chameleon kind of form, and he can change it like at will. So he doesn't have to change into the suit. He just thinks, "I want to be Spider-Man now," and it reshapes into it. Right. And that's what happens with the Venom suit as well. Whereas here, he like makes the choice to put on this tainted suit, basically, which is a. a Different thing, and it—it's—he uh, just walked it right over that
3: hole. Impass- impactful. Huh? All right. Spider-Man jumped down a hole, and he walks through it. <laughs> it's just a continuity error that I—I I had to point All right. out. I'm sorry. Back to diff time.
1: So we're gonna break it into two movies. Uh What are we gonna clean up?
3: This scene is good, by the way. Ben Kingsley—the the the way he beats the shit out of—what's uh this? Sam Raimi wanted Ben Kingsley to play the Vulture. Vulture, yeah. Yeah. And they yeah, they were they talking about that movie. for
4: Spider-Man Four before Sam Raimi left because of creative differences, because he got fucked so hard. Because Marvel and Avi Arad forced him to put Venom in this movie, right? And he was so vehemently against it that then, you know, when they basically tried to do the same thing uh, with Spider-Man Four, Sam Raimi was like, "You know what? Fuck it, I'm gone." And
3: so, what is Sam Raimi doing now? Let's The Wizard of Oz prequel. (laughs) What? Yep.
1: Whatever. Anyway, formerly starring Robert Downey uh, Jr., but I believe he left. How How do you have a Wizard of Oz?
2: It's it's about it's about the guy who became the wizard coming to Oz and and fooling everyone
3: into thinking he's the wizard. It's a dream, though. No, Oz is real. Oz is real. I thought it was just a dream. Nah. Not Dorothy's dream. Anyway, hold <laughs> on. I'm confused about the reality. No, she w-
1: she she gets knocked unconscious when she lands, and when she wakes up, she remembers it. But it wasn't a dream. She just yeah. Well, well, you get the, you're landed.
2: you're allowed to you're allowed to ask the question, but in the mythology of Oz, Oz is a real Oh, place. Okay. Anyway, right. okay. So
1: let's do this. So imagine that we're taking this. I don't know, maybe 200 page script, and making it. oh, well, no, it would be like a 180 page script. And making it into a a full two movie long script that we're going to break in the middle. Uh-huh. F- fixes we need. We need a dialogue pass like a motherfucker. Yeah. We need to start hammering out the tone, right? Yeah, yeah. Which means, what, what does that mean in terms of what what you change, what you take out, what you add?
2: You, take out the goofy stuff. You can still yep. you can still have. Humor, you can still have, you know, I think a witty goofy, character. I think goofy
3: stuff is okay in the first act.
2: Sure, okay. Yeah, you need to move away from the goofy stuff. Then it, it's got to get serious.
3: Now,
1: do you, if you want to do the whole Venom thing, which I think is cool, and watching Peter Parker become uh, Gerard Way, uh
2: you have to, you have to get d- Peter to the point. You, you can start him goofy and happy go lucky and stuff like that, but then you have to get him to the point at the end where he goes, "I'm going to kill somebody." Sandman. I'm not going to be able to stop myself. Well, sa-
1: he is- does kill Sandman. No, he
3: doesn't. He doesn't. Well, he, he, well, he, he tries he to right he here. He thinks he
1: does. He goes home and tells Aunt May that she did.
3: Uh-huh. Anyway. Okay. But that would be the dark moments. But you have to on. feel like he's dangerous. Yeah.
1: You have to feel like he's literally right. dangerous. Well, now. He, he has to hurt somebody. Yeah, Not right that some he's walking point. down the street pointing his thumbs at girls in a he, turtleneck. Yeah. He, that's he, that, that's he, part of
4: he has to hurt somebody who doesn't deserve it. That's that's part of the problem which they
2: tried to do, but it's like he does this thing where he thinks he's killed Sandman and then like he accidentally
4: punches Mary Jane or whatever and he's like
2: I've gone too far. I'm like no no, you did that backwards.
4: <laughs> it's the it's it's like what we talked about in the Shining commentary. It's like you know, slapping somebody is not really that big of a deal in right. the grand scheme of things. By the way, and that's all he really did. You know, it's slap. a bad. It's a bad thing. It's Don't a bad do thing. It, it's a bad, but... a bad thing to be sure.
1: Was the makeup artist trying to say now they won't notice it? But we're going to transition into him wearing eyeliner because she didn't succeed. Yeah. If they wanted us to not notice the transition into eyeliner,
3: you know what he should have done was he should have shaved his hair off completely. That
1: would have been kind of creepy. Yeah. But then he wouldn't have had the swoopy swoopy emo boy dreamy haircut
3: because that would have been fucking scary.
4: My chemical romance haircut.
1: Don't you knock him again. I'm
4: just saying. Oh, a super character. That, I'm just saying that. I love that chick
1: so much. I want to bang her. <laughs> she's cool. she's so cute. Look at her. And I like the way she talks. And she's so excited when he gets a phone call from Mary Jane yeah, and all yeah. this. How she's just so don't... sweet and nice. You know, uh, her character makes absolutely no sense, but she's cool. Do
4: you know Todd? Chad's friend Todd. Yeah. He directed something with her in it the other day. And and was it a porn? No, it wasn't. But she was playing then like a, a, Here a stripper a porn. or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who, like who is dream? that? That that, that she cute. looks so familiar, and, sh- and cute. He was like, and her
1: eyeballs her. are half the size of her head.
4: Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, it's like an anime.
1: Okay, girl. she's
2: like an <laughs> alien gray. is what she You is. know,
1: part of the part of the Tobey Maguire face problem, as I will call it, the uh, TNFP is the because uh, his face looks like this. Well, part of it is the, the look at his he, fucking he, eyes. He has a baby fat thing going on here, where he, well, c- he
2: doesn't he can be, know he's he can actually he's actually put on a little bit. Compared to because you keep getting flashbacks from the first one, I'm like, wow, he looked, he was like really kind of skinny in the first one.
3: Uh, you know that you know that scene in Apocalypse Now when Martin Sheen loses his shit in the hotel. Yeah, uh, he they the mirror. Yeah, they should have had that in this. Yeah, they should have had sure. that w- right before he becomes and, Venom. And they should have gotten him
4: legitimately drunk, like yeah. they did Martin Sheen in Apocalypse Now, and had him really yeah show do, him, do some shit like sh- re, like sh- the the, th- the thing about that scene in Apocalypse oh, Now yeah, cool. is that Martin Sheen is actually drunk and that's actually just him in a room for however many hours it right. is and he re- he really just impulsively punched yeah. that that mirror and and that's like that's the methodology you need to use not just, n- not necessarily you not don't necessarily. have to go full for, a method, for this but, guy I, mean, I think you do well apocalypse now is an extreme example of that kind of idea but set up those kind of conditions and then just let the actor do something and then let it emerge organically and and then use what works but it's true i mean i mean one of the reasons that the
2: that christopher nolan's batman is you know uh works and, and beloved is you know the dark knight is heat with batman it's right. like why not make apocalypse now with superman uh, spider-man right you know make the movie where it's like
0: captain where, america where we, tried were, that.
2: where we were talking about where we're talking about no captain america is is rah-rah and totally like the opposite of of the themes of apocalypse now i think but um
1: Uh, well not Apocalypse no I mean they did a different kind of movie with a superhero sure
2: sure and I like Captain America actually I I like the Captain America movie I didn't see it I just understand that's what it was you know have the I've been told like like we were talking about the uh, by this point or, or by the time he takes off the suit, you should be afraid of him. He should be afraid of himself. Right. He is. He is Mary Jane should be afraid. Yeah, of him. Yeah. He is losing his grip. He on... does have a
1: moment like that here. He hits her and he goes, "What have I well, done?" right,
2: exactly. But it's too late. He's already trying it, to kill but someone. But it's one You're... moment.
4: It's two thirds of the way through the film. Yeah, and,
2: and it, it's out and of order. He should be. He should. He should be on the brink of losing his grip on sanity. Yes. He should
3: be about to lose his mind. You were talking about like freedom, the d- the director giving like freedom for that space to create right. moments. In The Dark Knight, he let uh, Heath Ledger oh. take that camera and create that uh, hostage scene right. all by himself. Right, he had no part in it whatsoever. He just said, "Go." Right, I'm like that. You need that,
4: right? And that's that's the fundamental like. Confidence. Well, Heath Ledger knew
1: what movie he was in. <laughs>
4: yeah. That's the fundamental confidence you you need as a director to to really make a a good movie. And that's the confidence that I don't that I think Zemeckis has lost and Lucas has never had in the sense that you're you as a storyteller sometimes the best thing you can do is just set up the conditions and back off and let your act, like send your actors down this ballistic path right. and let let them bounce off the walls however they're going to bounce off and then know that in editing, you can select this bounce and that bounce and put those bounces together. Right. But just know that you're, you can not be in such complete, overriding, exacting control of every single little moment. Right. That's why I think Iron Man is as good of a film as it is because there was that sense and Ghostbusters, uh, as we've talked historically, like this, this sense, this confidence and this ease of, you know, we have enough confidence in our own, in our own talent and our own skill and creativity and technique and craft. To Ali
1: Upa shot, not to have them make it from the halfway point. To Ali Upa
4: shot, and to go into something and go and be able to say, "I know this is, we're just going to play for a while, and we'll pick what works, and we know that we'll have something good."
3: In the uh, how uh, come nobody has cell phones in this universe? Because fuck them in the <laughs> chat room.
1: Uh, fuck uh, there's, fuck my all. there's my girl. There's uh, my girl. Doc Sub pointed out there's actually a trope for characters like her called shipper on deck. When a character in the story is actively shipping two of the characters of the story, trying to get them to realize their true feelings while they are still claiming she is not my girlfriend. Uh anyway, she's a shipper on deck. It refers to a trip called shipping which is the act of being a shipper on deck. I guess. And
2: shipping means trying to get people in a relationship. It's it's being the ship, Shipping, I yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Oh, hello, you. It's a fanfic thing. Though, it's a fanfic
4: it? thing. It's like I want Kirk and Spock to be together. So yeah. you But, speak, ship but speaking
1: them, yeah. of October Sky, the Russian guy was in that. Hey, oh Blah, 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 blah.
2: Wow. All comes back around. Down but in up. front,
1: where you go for things you don't mind about. By but, the way,
2: sli- but nah, but nah. slightly unrelated, but uh, you know, in our Shining commentary, we were talking about who could have who really pulled it off. If we hadn't lost him, Heath Ledger would have fucking nailed Heath it. Heath Ledger could have done Jack Torrance. Yeah. Wow. But, Good call. But anyway.
1: We can reanimate him. I've seen that movie. <laughs> we should totally yeah, that worked too- out really Guys, well. why don't we reanimate Heath Ledger? Why haven't we done that yet? That would be so much better. No. If we just brought him back to life, Because right? we can. I'm we pretty
4: should. sure when we can, we'll be able to. Yeah. and this, Are okay. the Jews gone
1: yet? <laughs>
4: <laughs> so the whole aspect of James Franco and Kirsten Dunst connecting now, it seems like, with the exception of like one throwaway line, it seems like this movie has forgotten the fact that they were together. Right. That, they, that they were an item in the beginning of Spider-Man 1. Right. That's how that works.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. I forgot that too. Shit.
4: Yeah. And this movie doesn't – like their relation. if you just looked – if you sliced out their relationship as it's depicted in this movie, you would think that they were getting together the, for, for the first time. Right. Which is not the actual case. Right. And it would make more sense if the filmmakers and the storytellers – Knew what it was like to get back with an old flame, right? And how that kind of dynamic plays out. Right. Well, in the writers portrayed defense, that re- reflect, uh, realistically.
1: He hadn't been thirty in seventy-five years. <laughs> <laughs> but, it so baffles me, and it, what's 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 crazy to me, and what's what boggles my mind is that these flaws uh, that we're talking about, that we suppose exist, are so self-evident to me, and I guess you guys, the the, 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 the lack of depth in the writing, the lack of interaction, all that stuff. It's. It's it's at one point Sam Raimi said this script for Spider-Man Four is awful. I won't do it.
2: Yeah. By the how, way, how, well, by the way, they're totally. I, I think it was probably money, but I, I, that may be casting a. I don't.
1: But, I can't. I can't
2: well, see it. Was, that, that, I think it was studio notes. That whole but, yeah. that whole omelet scene
4: that it, felt improv. It
2: feels improv. Yeah. It probably is improv. So I just want to give kudos to the camera guy who is like this is going to go horribly wrong and pan <laughs> down with the omelet's <laughs> destruction falling to the floor. And he sh- caught it, you know. Which one? That's and
4: that's really good work.
2: High five guy. Union and, camera guy. Yeah.
4: And and we should give credit where credit was due. I was just harping on the fact that a director should have the confidence to let their actors just live out a situation and see what happens. And that's one scene where that he actually did that. And it, and, and, it, and it's a bright. It's one of those bright spots of this movie. Yeah, it feels real. It feels like the the yeah. movie
2: is suddenly breathing because you're dealing with people all right, of a sudden.
4: Exactly. And it's like, wait, what? It, th- yeah. after this and point, it, but it doesn't feel like it belongs in this movie. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you have that moment, and then we get back to the stilted, yeah. plot coincidence-driven bullshit that the rest of this movie is. By the
1: way, at about this point yesterday, when I was watching it, uh, I had been <laughs> you slit your wrist? No, I had been I slit my wrist in the beginning. I had been hating it, aggravated. And, and I, I was getting less and less aggravated as the movie went on, and I couldn't tell if I was getting dumber, or if the movie was getting better, or if the movie was just at least getting less offensive. I don't know which it is. It could have been all of them. I was still angry today watching the first half of this, so I don't think it was me getting dumber. I think the movie, just for some reason, it does breathe more in the second act. At least, it okay, it breathes occasionally in the second act when it yes. doesn't breathe in the first act. Right. And then you catch those breaths, and it's like, oh, people, which is nice. Oh, my
4: God. Is the butler coming? Is this, is this when it happens? No, it's flashbacks. Are we doing shots for flashbacks? By the way, is that part of the rules? Okay, please. Shot, shot, shot,
1: shot, shot, shot. shot, shot. shot. Yeah. Anyway,
3: why does James Franco always look like he just woke up? <laughs> like every scene, he, he just—he looks like he just got out of bed.
1: Mm-hmm. I, 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 I hesitate to even go here because I'm, I'm. Pavlich called me out on being an ass earlier about Toby McGuire, and I totally was. I'm sorry, Toby. But I hate—I hate, no, to, no, I hate no, to even go there Toby in this Maguire's commentary.
4: McGuire's a bad actor with a stupid fucking face. Punch him in it.
1: But uh, I, I, also oh, don't get, okay. I also don't get the Franco thing.
3: Later on, the pumpkin... I like, I like Franco. James Franco. Oh, oh, oh. I, like, on a, I
1: liked him in twenty seven Hours, but that's...
3: Hold on. Later on, it. a pumpkin bomb... Was it a pumpkin bomb? A yes. little skull. glowing... It blows up in James Franco's face, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it like, disfigures a, him a little bit? He's yeah. Got a scar in and the then he has eye. to die because mm-hmm. he's not pretty anymore. Why doesn't that happen <laughs> to Spider-Man in the first movie when it blew up in his face? That's a really good question. Because the movie isn't
1: called Harry. Like, because yeah. he's the hero.
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: I actually... I actually, Are you okay with that? Or? There, well, no, no, no. But I don't like any well, of the here's, Spider-Man here's, movies, here's, so fuck here's them Here's the all. thing. It's like when you watch... that That's almost a, a retcon aspect in itself because you watch the first one, and you don't think about it. You're like, yeah, I guess his ass kicked, but sure, a bomb going off right next to his head isn't going to damage. But his But that's hearing the tone of
4: the movie. That's the tone of the movie. Yeah. And so but you know, explosions happen next to your face, but you're the, okay, fine. It's
2: only in the third one where an explosion happens next to Harry fa- Harry's face and fucks him up that it's like, wait, that's how that works. Well, now there's a problem. Right. But I, on the it's, on the other it's, hand,
4: it's it's setting up the rules of the universe, which is fine. Whatever you set up those rules to be, fine. But then, if you change those rules, fuck you. Yeah. And, right. that's, and that's what this movie is doing. But see, Spider
2: Man so was wearing his suit, and so the suit took the brunt of the explosion.
4: Even though his fucking mask comes off instantly at the climax of every one of these fucking right. movies. It's like, oh, I better reveal my secret identity. That's what gives me power. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love her so much.
3: Why? Wow, did Why? you see that
1: computer? He's,
2: He's got so like cute. an
3: Apple IIe in there. But he doesn't have a cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> no one has a fucking cell phone in this movie. They uh, use pay phones. Uh,
2: the people with Apple 2E's also didn't have cell phones. I can tell you that much.
1: Well, they might have, actually. If they had a 2E What era
3: what era what year is Spider-Man set in? Is it set today or is it set 50 years ago? It's nope, set in an alternate universe. Yeah, it's set it's set in in some time. Spider-Man world. Yeah, exactly. Where there's no cell phones?
4: Except it's not an alternate universe. It's fucking Manhattan. Like Okay, fine. Gotham City is an alternate universe. Fine. And I this is what, what? I bitched about in
2: An alternate Spider-Man universe, can not call itself Manhattan?
4: But there's a, there's some law? Y- well, <laughs> yeah, I mean the the implication is yes that there is. That when you call it Manhattan, the implication, the inference is that yes, this is our Manhattan. I guess a little bit. Sure. I can I can see what you're saying there. I don't I don't know that that's always
2: entirely true i mean if you're dealing with like a fan a sci-fi or a horror movie or something like that you know um stephen king sets a lot of his stories in like Bangor, maine Bangor's a real place but i'm pretty sure that shit don't happen there you know so when i saw this in theaters people uh, were laughing. have you been huh that's that's fair i've never been to Bangor, maine so there's that still
1: might a be... giant simpsons dome over that yeah,
3: exactly when i saw the scene in theaters people were literally laughing yeah laughing out loud. Were they guess, laughing
1: when he was walking down the street, pointing his fingers at the oh chicks, God. and they were all like,
2: oh, they, people, I, I can't...
1: See, that's not necessarily a problem. Okay, I it, don't. It it is the, a problem with the script, but you can't have that scene. if to, You can have it with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You can't have it with Tobey Maguire. Right. And, and ironically... If Joseph Gordon-Levitt walks down the street, and you're a girl, and he points at you, and he kind of smiles and winks, you do go... And, <laughs> and I, you're dripping down your legs. Like,
2: almost, almost ironically, after this movie was such a disaster, in part because of that scene, I would say. They got another guy, they rebooted the franchise, right? And they rebooted it with Mark Webb, who in Five Hundred Days of Summer did the exact same thing? Has that scene,
1: and it totally works
2: with with Joseph Gordon Levitt, and it totally works. But that scene, then again, is, there
1: is a, there is an excess of Holland Oates and animated birds and his version that, of the that, scene.
2: Well, the, his version of the scene is complete. He's making a different movie. His version of the scene isn't. You know, this is the the dark side of the soul and blah blah. blah. His version of the scene is this guy just got laid for the first time in forever, and everything is awesome. And that's what I, the I love whole that dance is. That that, so.
3: br- that bridge scene where she breaks up with him was a perfect opportunity for him. To Be the darker self uh-huh. and like fucking slap her or yeah. something, or like or throw just her, yell at her throw or her over the bridge, yeah. do something that's like insane I something. Mean, something do something that's legitimately
4: do something cruel, yeah, yeah. exactly be legitimately cruel,
2: legitimately dark, and then and then afterwards be like, What the fuck? why did right. I do that right that's terrible,
3: right she could run away holding her face, <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh,
2: Oh, no, no. you slapped me in the face. (laughs) Oh, no, you didn't. (laughs) Why would you slap me in the face? That's so mean, Peter.
1: (laughs) Which, this scene...
2: I'm writing for ...has characters in it,
1: and they're talking (laughs) to each other. And then it becomes retarded. Uh Ah. But until it becomes retarded, it's a breath of fresh air. It's all these guys are friends, they care about each other, he's asking how he's holding up, I got it, fine, cool. And then... Wah, wah, wah.
3: actually you know a whole fucking scene just played out in my head where like james is uh a Fra- james franco's waiting on the other side of that bridge she goes to him and that's when a fight unfurls they don't even need to be in their costumes but he can like throw a fucking pumpkin bomb at him or something like that it's like why do they have to delay it and keep this lie going for well, the because, rest of the movie because he because franco thinks it's funny
2: basically at this point he's fucking with with spider-man
3: but his objective should be back and it is right,
4: right. It goes back it goes back to what a character's to... spine, what their through line is. But... What what is the one single simple goal that they're trying to accomplish and how does everything else that they're doing relate to that through line? He, but but I will I I will
2: give this this aspect of the plot I will give that to it because because right now his goal is to ruin Spider-Man's
3: life. And uh, he knows Spider Man know. is Peter. So, so I think that would have been to... an awesome scene where Mary Jane just loses her shit because James Franco's got a pumpkin bomb. He's got like his gadgets from you know his alternate identity, nah, and I he doesn't give a because... shit about Mary Jane anymore. His objective is to fucking kill Spider Man,
2: right? But in part, in part, he he wants he, to he wants Mary Jane because that will that, that does will fuck destroy up Peter. Spider-Man. Yeah, he wants he's trying so. to destroy. You know, just we saw it in the in the second movie. They, he actually says it, um, uh, or or when when he sees uh, Norman. Uh, his his father. He says you have to destroy the heart. Or no, he said Norman says that to himself. But but clearly okay. Harry has. But what he's
4: saying from a literary st- from a screenplay standpoint is you have to break Harry uh, Peter's spot. Yeah. You yeah, have to he, whatever whatever the character of Peter Parker slash Spider Man is living for. You have to destroy right. that. So you have to it, destroy it, everything he's living. Okay. for. Okay. So if it's All the love for Mary Jane, that's an what how we go.
2: I, well I agree with that. That should sure. have
3: been an hour ago so that that moment on the bridge could have been fucking awesome. I don't I don't think <laughs> I don't agree with your moment on the bridge. If, if you <laughs> pitch that I would probably not go I, with that.
4: I am not buying into this moment on the yeah, bridge. Exactly. <laughs> I think it would have
2: been cool. It would have been it would have been cool in the sense that Yoda with a lightsaber is cool. Yeah, no. that was cool and completely inappropriate.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Oh, and this fucking scene.
2: I don't remember the scene at all. I yeah. haven't seen this movie since... Well, I, I,
4: it goes... It goes... This whole aspect of why are Harry and Peter fighting in the first place? It's this... Right. It's this weird... It's not quite a misunderstanding, but it's still a conflict that really is not rooted in any kind of reality. It is kind of a
2: misunderstanding. It is a misunderstanding. Well, uh, You'd think, you think there'd be some point where, where he'd go... I, and I'm pretty sure I said this in in the Spider-Man Two thing where he was like, "Dude, your dad was the Green Goblin," which you have clearly figured out. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was kind I, of a bad guy. I am
4: I am Spider-Man. This we already know. Yeah. Your dad was the Green Goblin. How did you think that shit yeah. was going to play
2: out? He tried to kill a couple, a bunch was, of kids. If in this like was a, a realistic train.
1: movie, that's actually a really cool thing. Imagine that. Why did you kill my dad? See, he's you got realize I'm costume. Spider-Man. He's my yeah. evil nemesis. We, yeah. I know we live in a real world, but that's a problem. Exactly. He's got yeah. the
3: fucking costume on him That's and true. Indeed. So that's fair. On the fucking bridge, he could have pulled that shit out. Okay, that's fair. But he didn't want to. He
4: was he was dicking around with him. And and that's that's a great that's a great scene of conflict where Peter goes, "I had to do it. I didn't want to do it. I liked your dad. Your dad and I were cool with each other yeah. when you and I were our civilian people. Yeah, but we." When we were in our costumes, this is what had to go down.
2: That's like the, that's like the um one of the one of the great scenes in Batman Returns actually when uh because because there's the whole thing where Batman and Catwoman have this thing going on. I mean they're yeah. nemesis and stuff okay. like that. But then then Bruce and Selina, completely not knowing that that's go that, that that's what's going on in their ultra right. ego world, they start to fall for each other and then and then in like the middle of the ball or whatever, yeah, they, they realize, realize it, yeah, that's and they're a great like,
4: scene. oh my god. Do, do we have to start fighting now? What do we do? <laughs> 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 I, but I want to keep dancing. Yeah. And you can see in their in, in the way the scene plays out, in both what they say and in their behavior, like, I really just kind of want to fucking yeah. keep dancing I with just, you right I now. Just,
2: I
3: actually like you. Yeah. We, yeah, I realize you as a person. I like you. I know this is dumb, but there was a shot a few seconds ago where Tobey Maguire is punching at him, uh-huh. and it's a shot of oh. the windows and the panes being broken uh-huh. in the windows, and I'm like... Whew. That is just dumb. Stop it. Why? Why? Why would you punch at the window still? Right.
1: In the chat room, Zarban asks, "Are we supposed to be torn apart by these two friends fighting?"
3: Yes. No, what well, we're supposed to be, but we're not. Yeah.
4: Because at the the heart of it, <laughs> Frank
1: says, "How long has it been since we've seen Sandman? <laughs> how
4: long right. is it? How long has it been since we've seen <laughs> Sandman? And how long has it been since we've seen Venom?"
3: Yeah, well. Well, Venom's has, on him right now.
2: He's the, he's the Venom suit right okay, now. But how enough. long has it been since we've seen Eddie? We're supposed right. to we're supposed to think of Eddie Brock as a character. We haven't seen him for a good hour, probably. Right. right. So at, at,
4: for thirty minutes at the very yeah. very minimum. Yeah.
2: So here what we is- yeah, and of course this this scene is ex- and it, what what Anthony was talking about that scene is explicitly intended to. Uh, to be an echo of when that happened in Spider Man One. Oh, uh, here's uh, the scene. Here's the scene it where is. it doesn't. Where where it's trying to do a callback. And again, I when thought I the you want and the raindrops keep falling end on end my head, head thing was okay with me in the in the second Fuck one. Off. It was not Fuck okay off. with me. Fuck, Fuck, that, scene. Fuck this, that scene. But in this, Fuck that scene so hard. but in this, but in this movie, scene?
4: it doesn't the work. Raindrops the raindrops are falling on my head. Scene in Spider Man Two.
1: In what movie? In Spider
4: Man Two. That happens. Yeah. His uh, his, his staying
2: alive scene. Oh, it wasn't that one. That, but later on when he does a stupid little disco scene, um, and and again that's like one of the li- it's backwards. That's one of the last things he does before he's like, I've gone too far. It's like that's right. Not how th- this works. That was a cool shot right there. That was a cool shot. That is
4: a good shot. Yeah. Whatever else you want to say <laughs> about Ramy, done in post. Whatever else you want to say about Ramy, he does come up with cool shots every now and then. Every now and every then. now and when then. it's
3: not on sticks.
4: <laughs> uh-huh. When it's not on sticks, yes, but those shots don't drop into a story that makes any kind of fucking sense, and that's the problem. And now we're—this fucking—this this whole idea of—
1: The the device that—he touches his chest to say, I'm bad.
4: No, 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 not even that. Th- this idea that Eddie Brock has photoshopped this photo to get himself this, this staff position, and Peter calls him out on it which destroys Eddie Brock's life and right. sends him Off on this on, the, on this revenge spiral. Right.
1: He also takes his girlfriend out But to he's
4: dinner. also he's also legitimately
2: His
1: girlfriend who he didn't care was falling out of a, a bad person.
4: No, no, okay, sense? but the, okay, put yourself in the shoes of Eddie Brock in this imaginary situation. You have taken this photo, you've forged it and you photoshopped it to get yourself ahead and now you've been caught in the act and uh-huh. somebody has, has has exposed you for what you did. How do you feel? Have you, having done that? How do you You'd feel? You probably in that feel the situation? way he
1: feels, just incorrectly. You misplaced the blame on him.
4: You misplaced the blame on him, but in reality, you know, taking a step back from it, as we, at the audience, you go, but you're you're fucked. You're wrong. I mean, you're absolutely clearly in the wrong in this situation. Right.
2: I, 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 well, that's exactly it. There's no gray area. It's like you are the bad guy. You yes. fr- You you. Committed fraud. Right. And you lost your and, job for it. And you, you deserve to. And uh, whereas I believe in the comic books, it was more of a misunderstanding. Like he was there. He w- he was out of like a heist or whatever, trying to to you know take pictures because Peter Parker somehow gets all the great pictures and blah blah. Right. Blah. And Spider Man shows up and completely you know just kind of lays waste to the place, but in in the good Spider Man way. But or he may have already been in the suit, so maybe not so much. But he just kind of trusses everyone up and leaves them for the cops, including Eddie Brock. So Eddie Brock it's ah. I- is implicated in it, and that's why he loses his job and, and blames Spider Man and thinks and convinces him Spider mans one of the bad guys.
4: Okay, so that's a legitimate. Gra- area misunderstanding
3: yeah. yeah you think they should have injected some of the fly moments into this with venom on peter parker such as where, what? where he's like falling apart basically and he's pulling off shit from his skin and no whatnot. that's not
2: how the that's not how the symbiote works it's not a parasite it's a symbiote it 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 helps him he helps it
1: it's like uh, gungans and naboo stop it
2: what it's, I not, got it's
1: not it's not like that or maybe it handle? is and punch it in the I'm face i'm taking
4: this podcast away from you
1: yeah candle
4: yeah candle yeah. needs you don't I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're you just.
2: We're, we're doing five minutes of in the corner. <laughs> just...
1: Taking my mixer board and going home. <laughs>
4: you are home, sir.
1: I've taken my mixer board and going somewhere else. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to the park. Uh, why is Elizabeth Banks so? This uh, why
4: is okay, she Okay, she's Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks. It I is Elizabeth like... Banks, but she's a brunette, so it really throws you off. Yeah,
2: I was like, wait, is that? Is that another one of them? There's Elizabeth <laughs>
4: Banks and Parker Posey. I'm like, is there another one That's, out there? I, I re-watching this movie last night. I was like, is that Parker Oh, yeah, Summer Blair. It took me three minutes to figure out that, that, that it wasn't Parker Posey mm-hmm. and was, in fact, Elizabeth no, Banks. No, she pl-
2: she plays that role in Superman Returns instead. Right.
1: By the way, um, yes. props to what? Homeboy. What's his name? I'm sorry, J. Jonah Jameson. Sure. Uh, what's his name? Uh, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. J. K. Simmons. J. K. Simmons. He, even though even though the the screenwriter was not consulted when writing the movie about how to write movies, he does bring it every single time he's on screen. I love him so much.
3: I I, I don't like any
1: of the scenes he's in, but I like him in the scenes. I would
3: believe him as Martin Luther King Jr. (laughs) Dude. He's such a fucking good actor. (laughs) He's an awesome actor. Every time he's on screen, he's real.
2: See, this is the moment where you're like, how... How did they shoot this? This and is were literally
1: like, shot like a comedy sequence. Would be they, shot. Yeah, they, yeah. How
2: did they? Yeah. How did they shoot this? And they were like, "This is such a good idea." It's you know,
3: pro- pro- <laughs> it's probably Sam Raimi going, "Fuck you, studio." Probably. This is how I feel about you.
4: Probably. Maybe. I mean, that's that's an option that I actually hadn't considered before. But it might be very it well could be, be a, a matter of politics. One. Yeah. It was just a matter of Sam Raimi, on Flexing some nuts. level, consciousness, subconsciousness, or somewhere in between, going. I fucking hate this project so much. I don't want so to make this movie. Oh, fuck you. He didn't want to make the Marvel. movie. He didn't want to make the movie
3: that Marvel forced. him He didn't want to make, make this movie. Did yeah. he want to make the first two? I think so. Yeah. And I don't
1: take his judgment for anything. <laughs> you know Fair enough. It's maybe, not appeal to maybe,
3: maybe it is plausible that Sandman took a long time to come back into the film because he had to coalesce again. Sure.
2: Okay. But, but he could have done but, that at any time. We don't know what the rules are.
3: But well, there's
4: two problems with that. And nothing else is happening really. For, well, from, from a story standpoint, it, based upon the editing, it didn't take him that long to constitute himself in the first place. Right. right. Which would you would think would be, it would be harder? Which you would think would be the harder point. And and two, if that were the case, it would probably warrant cutting to him a <sighs> couple of times to show him trying to
2: by the reconstitute way, wait, what? Right. So. He's so, taking Eddie
1: Brock's girlfriend,
2: and that just happened off screen. They had nothing. We we didn't see him yes, really. Right. Suddenly, yes. just suddenly, Eddie day Brock day. was
1: on the street across from him. Yeah. Well, who just now saw that he did this John that, Cusack face.
4: That's part of it. Is is this this fact that Eddie Brock and Gwen Stacy are together, and, and Peter they're not? What well, the, the the elements of Gwen uh, Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker are together, and Gwen Stacy and Eddie Brock are together are wholly unrelated as far as this film is concerned. Right. There's, there's nothing on screen that connects those two elements to each other.
2: Right. How did he even – like they were in class together in school or something. So Right. They could, it could it could just be another coincidence. Take exactly. A shot.
4: Exactly. We have no explicit on-screen evidence that says Peter Parker knew that Gwen Stacy was Eddie Brock's girlfriend and took her with right. any kind of intention or any kind of other forethought we don't know that it's not a, a complete fucking coincidence like everything else in this goddamn movie it, which
2: it which it might be and that's okay because well it's not okay well, but it's, it's not trying okay. to be it's, it's trying okay. to be an under a misunderstanding aspect right a gray area thing sure
1: but he looks like emo turtle hitler it
3: needs okay. to be com- it needs to be communicated which it is <laughs> <laughs> you know i have a question when i watch this i feel like it feels like a set to me uh-huh. what is it about it that lighting It's just, just pure lighting but it's bill pope isn't he like awesome or something
2: he's good well he made a okay this uh, according to the imdb trivia and and like fucking Patton oswalt i'm i'm not always a huge fan of him but but the deathbed thing is great it's like this is this is a two-week sequence according to imdb it took two weeks to shoot this this for the nightclub sequence? the nightclub sequence for two weeks someone woke up early to cut bagels and be like what are we shooting today still the fucking dance number thing why is that? It? I don't Someone know. Someone woke up early fucking... and
1: boiled water and yeah. cut bagels for the crew to have the strength to make the night season. Seriously, exactly. I've
4: gotten coffee for sets <laughs> in the morning. Fuck. To do that for two weeks for, for one this. scene.
1: Fuck that. When you don't like Patton Oswalt, why do you not like Patton Oswalt? But just doesn't make you laugh?
4: He's just not... Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't hate him. I'm just like everyone... Everyone's like, you know, Patton also. And I'm like, yeah, he's all right.
1: He is. Uh, well, I, I, I really him. like him a lot. I don't hate But I've, I, I've noticed recently that I don't laugh as much as I remember laughing when I listen to his show. I enjoy listening to it. I just don't. There's not a lot of. I've had two laugh out loud moments on each studio for right. the last two maybe,
2: maybe part of it is because a lot of people I know reference him a lot. So by the time I actually hear the bit, I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, pff, I've heard that joke. <laughs>
4: you know. Why is Bryce Dallas Howard blood? Why do you. She's
2: she's the blonde one and she's naturally a redhead and, yes. and, and the, Kirsten Dunst is naturally <laughs> I think a blonde. A blonde I don't know positive, she, they made she's... her a redhead. And why well here's the bigger question why is Gwen Stacy in this movie? Like she's not actually yeah. really accomplishing. Ooh, that's not a
4: great picture of Bryce Dallas uh, Howard. I was going I was about to say actually. Oh, she's got oh the well, she's she cr- should
3: be in a Michelle Bachman <laughs> biopic <laughs> <She's> <laughs> but she's creating jealousy.
4: I was yeah. about to say was Bryce Alice Dallas... Alan Thick, was that Alan Thick? Oh, there's a good photo of her.
1: That's not Alan Thick.
4: Uh Bryce Alice Howard is far more attractive than she has any right to be based upon her genetics. But um, that photo, not so much. Anyway. Oh my God, someone's
2: done
1: it already. Good job, Philip. Philippe, Philip, whatever your name is. Someone, F I L I P, I don't know how to pronounce it. Philip, probably. That's great. Good job. He posted a picture of angry emo turtle Hitler, Toby Maguire with a little Hitler stash.
2: Yeah. It works. It's. It does. You know, let's greenlight it right now.
1: Satin fintin' flying!
4: Oh, here we
3: go. It's some like Tobin just about right about Carmageddon. Hang on. Darkness. We're, darkness coming. Yeah,
4: this is probably the darkest moment of the film, at least in terms of how it directly relates to Peter Parker as a character. He physically hits Mary Major. Jane yeah. and sends her to the floor.
1: With these hands. And goes, my God, Yeah, what have I done? Is there a trope called these hands? I, it, I, it, might, it might be called like "What have I done" or something like that. But that moment where it's like, "What have I done?"
4: I think uh, I think it is actually called "What have I done." Let me look that up. his yeah. no, hands probably. is better. I, think <laughs> I like hands. that
1: one. they're going be, they're really cutesy with the trope names, and sometimes it's hard to find one you're looking for because you don't know what they what inside joke they're referring to. with Right. But,
2: the but then they're going back and forth like her face, his face, her face, his face. It just that part just the, ended.
4: The editing of these movies is not great.
2: Well, but but just in in terms of the tightening, it's like, do yes, we really exactly. need all
4: that? It's it's you know the every story has a beginning middle and end and i think that ha,
1: ha, ha, does you, does not well any
4: properly to, excuse me let me revise this the statement any any properly told story has a beginning middle and end and i think it's i think it said fields talks about you can compress you can reduce that to the point where you know any act has a beginning middle and end and then every s- sequence has a beginning middle and end and every scene has a beginning middle and end and Right down i think to the, you know every shot should have a beginning middle and end but then you combine that with the with the advice of the editing advice of or and, and the writing advice of start late and end early you want to compress it to the middle of the action as much as you can and that i think very much applies to to quality editing where you cut in the middle of the action and you cut out as soon as the the point is made and the action is clear Show is and, little- and that is very much not the case here you can almost see in the editing That Sam Raimi has just finished saying the word action, right? And Thomas Hayden Church or whoever it is, you know, the shot always begins with Thomas Hayden Church like still, right? And then starting the action and going and finishing the action. It's like Eddie Brock
1: goes, he he taps the he does the spectacles testicles wallet and watch thing, and then he asks God to kill Spider Man. That's nice. (laughs)
4: You
2: know what? That's not unlike what a lot of people do with, with their time in church. <laughs> By the Let's way, uh, DocSub
1: points out that there are two tropes that deal with that premise that I was talking uh-huh. about, and both involve the uh, the words, these hands, which is cool. Nice. These well, hands have killed, and blood on these hands. Nice. Well,
4: tropes. How, well the, the, how, the trope that I was thinking of that we were talking about is, my, my God, God what, what have I done? My God, what how, have I how done? How
3: dark should it have gotten with Peter Parker and Mary Jane? Black. No, like no, I'm like, saying, like, how... how serious like a good rape fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Like, how, how far should he have gone with hurting her?
2: Uh, th- probably not that much. F- maybe not that Fhi- much further. Physically, than that.
4: not much further than a slap. Yeah. But emotionally, really fucking. He should have been her. really cruel to her.
2: Really, <laughs> That's just great. yeah. I Doc agree.
1: points out this entire church scene is a trope. What do you mean it's not symbolic? Yeah.
4: The awful daring of a moment's surrender, which an age of prudence can never retract. T. S. Eliot. The, my God,
2: what the have slant. I done? Moment.
1: Yeah. That was nice. Good poetry there. Thank you. <laughs> have you ever been in a I church? I worked on that for a long time. <laughs> this
3: actually reminds me of the set of Batman a little bit, uh, from the first film. Sure. But have you ever been in a church that looks like that? At all? I haven't been in many churches. No, but we don't have a lot of cathedrals like I that. Broke, I broke I
1: broke my I had like a five year no church thing. I, I I had not been in a church for five years. Just incidentally, I hadn't had occasion to be in one. And then my sister had to go and graduate. And there was a, it was in a giant church, and now I'm back. I, I show, fell off the fucking church wagon. How does
3: he? Know, how does he know the sound hurts the venom?
1: He doesn't know that until later. He he does, didn't, he, it well, flashes back to when he notices that the bell made him pop. Yeah, pop he's out only right.
4: he's only. This, kind this scene of introduces the concept, and then he'll use that concept later. Which, by the way, how far are we into this movie now? One forty-three, an hour yeah. forty-three, and we're this is this. It's so badass,
1: though. Who who did the effects on this? Do we know? Uh, image Works, know. Image works on Sony. Yeah. High five, guys. Good Th- job.
4: This this scene is the act of putting the gun on the mantle. Right. This ought to be which, like
2: I'm saying. This right here. This should be the end of the
4: movie. To be continued. Right yeah, here. That would work. Or Roll it, all the credits. What if,
1: you
3: say? What you say? What you if, say? If, what?
4: If, if this were the movie about Venom, that scene needed to have happened an hour and a half ago. Yeah.
1: So are we saying that's
2: what I'm saying? You set say, you we tell the story about, about Spider Man in the black suit, yeah. We give that a good two hours. Right. That happens right at the end and then we've got a whole movie to be dealing right. with them. Right.
1: Now where does Harry fit into all of that? Um, do you even need to have Harry in this version?
2: Not necessarily, but he could he could be one of the. I can see him working as one of the two villains in Harry in in Spider Man's black suit thing. I, we, do, we
1: definitely don't need Sandman then. We could just extricate Sandman if we wanted to. We
2: could, but he could he can be. He would come out cleanly. He can be. Least. He can be a secondary. He, he could, could have be coalesced
3: a in the in the other part of the film. He can still he can f-
2: still be a secondary villain because part of part of the black suit Spider Man is showing him dealing with. You know, dealing dealing rather ruthlessly with other criminals, which they tried to do in this. I mean, the way he, he tries to kill Sandman, basically. Um, Remember that
1: six-minute scene earlier where she was talking about how she swam to an island once 60 years ago? Yeah. This is about to pay off.
4: Yeah, bitches. I like... Th- what was I about to say? I like <laughs> the idea... I like the idea I said
2: like and then I realized I was, what I was watching in my
4: mind broke. I was waiting for other people to stop talking. <laughs> I like the idea of Harry coming to the basically serving as the cavalry in the third act, mm-hmm. which what is what happens here, but again, it's it's he's the third and the least amount of villain in a movie with too many villians, right. with too many villains. So if it if it were two movies, then that might have been able to be set up and spent more time um have Had more time spent on that concept so that it felt right and that that moment was earned as opposed to just kind of like James Franco goes on this journey of three moments. Right. That are, you know, each of these moments are spaced 45 minutes apart. Right. And he goes from wanting to kill Spider Man to saving Spider Man's life. And
1: says Aunt May looks like she's part of the French Resistance.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: And as a part of it, I, I, I don't know if it's, there's a very, there would be a very fine line between like having it. A, a reflection and having redundancy, where the idea of they're both both he both Harry and and Peter have this aspect of plunging into villainy, basically, and then coming back out again. Right. Um. And the question is, kind of, who who do you want to maybe lead the charge? Maybe Harry's the one who figures this shit out and helps Peter get out of what he's doing. Um. You that know. That would be and great. They would have that. to behave
1: as friends for that to work, though.
4: Huh? Well, no. Or he, they would have to get their friendship. In order, it's got to, it's got to,
2: yeah, it's got to come back and and something other than the butler showing up and being like, let me tell you what's been going on
4: in the last <laughs> let, two movies. Let me tell you the events of the first two movies, which I was present for, yeah. but which you did
2: not see me. Yeah, he was no, he did uh, when we when we rewatched Spider Man Two. There there is like a scene where the butler is there, where I was like, oh, okay, really? Yeah, he's there
4: when we did that for Down in Front. I yeah, don't remember that? Yeah, okay. There's
2: there's because I totally thought he just came out I'm like, yeah. who the fuck is this guy? Oh yeah, We've absolutely. Never seen him before because he's not important. Like you wouldn't remember
4: him. He's a complete like Deus Ex Machina is the wrong yeah. phrase, but it's essentially it's that same kind of concept. He is
2: no, it it is essentially a Deus Ex Machina because he comes he comes into the story just, and basically no, goes, just, "Here's this corner you're in. I'm gonna get you out of it." Right. It's, it's Bob Ex Machina. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: not God in the machine. It's just this guy's been in the machine. Yeah. Hey. I'm Bob. Hey, That's I'm Matt. Bob.
2: I've been fixing the machine, so you didn't see me, but uh, here I am,
4: <laughs> and uh, you he... missed all this stuff. So everything should work pretty on. well. Yeah. So you're welcome. Now, now that I give you this, these pieces of information and these tools, everything should work out just fine. Where was the Sandman
3: going when Eddie Brock found him? Somewhere. Like, to someone's dreams. I do like, I do like Venom's evil. voice.
4: I like Venom.
2: When How have made his it this far in this like
1: movie his without making an inter-Sandman joke? I
4: don't know. Sandman. Give me a dream.
1: You're supposed to keep on with the lyrics.
4: I don't know the rest of the You lyrics. We're clear. I only know as much as Back to the Future taught me. You guys don't think that's
2: Enter Sandman, right? Just to make sure.
1: Mr. Sad Man, yeah. bring me, me a, a drink. Ding, 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 make her complexion like peaches and cream. There you go. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. Yeah, there we da, go. Da, 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 da. It's not Sad
3: It's not that we don't know the lyrics. We just don't want to get sued. Uh, <laughs> we know we know. Him, we just don't want
1: to say them. Um, I like movie. how in
3: movies this always happens where someone's standing in like broad daylight, basically, and the girls happen to be walking by the window yeah. all the time. I'm like, no one stands that close to their window ever.
1: Yeah. I did that last night naked. No, I didn't do yeah. that last
3: night. I was watching American Horror but Toby Story. But Tobey Maguire was and on American. And it was weird. I, I
1: was watching the pilot of American Horror Story. And, is it uh, any good? It's uh, it's apparently uh, nothing but creepy with very little as yet resolution. It's just sort of everything creepy that ever happened in anything is happening to these people all the time on a like regular basis. Which didn't actually offend me that much. If they're not going to try to explain it, it's kind of cool just to have a show where everything's just creepy on the show. It's like if The West Wing was just creepy all the fucking time. Anyway, right. but there was a scene where he's like standing by the window in broad daylight jerking off, but not as a creepy thing. Just like that's what he's doing as a character in that moment. I'm like, Nuh-uh, nope. But that stuck in my head, and I brought it back to this moment.
2: I take a, I take a few steps away from. Yeah, you know, person. it's not like Rear Window.
4: This fuck. Okay, so now we're. I think I would call this the beginning of the third act of the film, and this is the, big, sure. the yeah, end of the, the final set piece. And just the the fucking laziness of bringing out this news team and this this Walter Cronkite-esque anchor and then the... Hal Fishman.
2: Hal Fishman. He's a real He's anchor. a real, news he a real anchor? Yeah. He throws, well, me, mean, back, he, he throws he, me back
4: to he, the old days when I was a kid. Yeah. Is he an L.A. guy? Is, I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's why you guys know him.
3: Are you an L.A. native? Yes, uh, Anthony, I was okay. born here. You look weird. like
1: an L.A. native. Weirdos.
3: What does an L.A. native look like? That's right. Like you. Half Asian the two guy. two of you. Half Asian guy. Um...
1: With a slit open for you. Could,
3: you could have said half white. That's racist that you said half Asian.
1: No, because white's the right way to be. Yeah.
3: Asian <laughs> is like half Asian. See, it was a
1: joke whole. because he said I know, that's racist, bro. and I corrected him with something racist. It was comedy. God damn it. Why do all of my racist jokes just sound like racist? <laughs> Why did they just get worse? <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Don't make me laugh when I'm drinking soda. That's cruel.
4: That's racist.
3: <laughs> um, see, this feels like a set.
4: It does feel like a set. It feels completely stop- – with the fucking Snap Zoom yeah. false documentary Spider-Man Stop Us If You Can. Like, there's nothing. There's not a there's single – There's no lens that can news- that. Yeah, there's I was about not-
3: to say, can any news camera fucking no. go in that far? There's no, no one lens that could do all the things that just happened
1: there.
4: There's not a single aspect of this that is real in any way, shape, or form. From, from what the lenses on the news camera can do to w- – the actor wh- how people would act and what they would say in Aww. this situation
1: but, they, but brian's but reaching peak exasperated yeah
2: I've, oh, but but you're right not real none of this is but you're right real. The, the bigger problem is just the laziness where they're like oh shit we're almost two hours into this movie and we haven't got into the third act and there's fucking a lot of shit we got to get through so uh news story about the last
4: you know, yeah well, it's like we we need we need to get into the third to the the third act and the final set piece yeah. so how are you going to do this well, it should be this, okay, but you know how does that connect to everything that's happened so far? All right well, it doesn't really, so we'll just set it
1: up with a fucking news story've we've, uh, ah, we've, we've We've now watched the majority of all three of the spider man trilogy what 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 franchise wide statements do we have to make about it
4: It's not real. I None of it. Not I'd, a single moment of it is real. I don't necessarily. Is that a problem? I don't yes. necessarily. Well, it's, a,
1: it's it's not good. I'm saying is that is there a way to make a movie that has that heightened sense I, that works? I think. Yes. Well, I think. I think
4: the, the characters problem, do things that are real he, and act like human beings.
2: That's the thing. When we're talking about not not real, I mean, you keep harping on that. It's 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 there's, too campy. There's the unreality. It's campy. It's goofy. There's the unreality of the of the superhero comic bookness. Um, of people swinging around and, and you know and surviving also explosions. poorly written characters and also poorly written characters. You can get away with the campiness and with the absurdity. Yes, exactly. If the characters are interesting, right. And, you can and,
4: get away with goofiness um, if your character if the, is it, realistically a goofy person. Right. Goofy people in real life exist. But even but even in There's a goofy world.
2: Even in a goofy world, if you can feel like
4: there are real
2: people living in this goofy world, that right. helps you accept. The okay, world that they're I'll buy in. that.
4: But n- they, none of what these people do is real, and that goofiness comes at the expense of any kind of reality. And all these it char- compounds itself. It compounds itself, and all these characters take far too casually what is happening to them. Like right now, Mary Jane is eighty stories in the air. In a car, in a giant web, and her face is like, eh? huh. "What?" Yeah, her her come. face yeah. is just
2: well, yeah, that that's part of it. that's she's just like, how her face is. Bro. On the other hand, <laughs> sorry, that was easy. That On was the easy. other hand, there is there. You're right. There is that aspect of she's she's 80 feet in the air, suspended in a cab in a giant stories. spider web. Stories, 80 stories, 80, in 80 stories. In the stories air. Sorry, and she and and her her whole yeah. reaction is, "What was that noise?" <laughs> 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 inappropriate concern right here right well, well I, I think i think a perfect through, example of
4: that is is that your your girlfriend your daughter was in 9-11 yesterday yeah. fucking christ people
3: considering what she went through in the first movie on the bridge yeah. when spider-man had to catch her and the thing full of children at the same time it's like this is nothing compared sure. to that moment but wow. if the, if
1: By but the she's way, but also, she's not playing it that way. Was, That's the thing. What what, what what what? That was Ratzenberger.
2: Actually, actually, that would yeah, that would be great if she was playing it that way. Exactly. If, if yeah. she's if she's in the thing as opposed to being like, oh, what was that? Oh, what was that? And she was like, she's like looking out the window.
4: She's like, any minute now. Yeah. <laughs> or, or I mean, I I mean, you ideal- know, she's
2: mumbling to herself. She's like, fucking always late.
4: Ideally, the reaction like, would be like, like twenty minutes. Holy fuck! I'm in this situation. No wait. It, it's because you know, we, we've seen movies like that before where a strong female character has that moment of panic. Well, I think it was Kill Bill we were talking about this. The strong female character has that moment of panic, but then she pulls herself together. So it would be great in this movie if she had this moment of panic in the backseat of that taxi going, Holy mother fuck, I'm so fucked. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. No, wait. Wait. I am Spider-Man's girlfriend. I will be okay. I will yeah. be okay. I will be okay.
2: And even if he doesn't come, I can... I, uh. Hmm.
4: <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Even if he doesn't come, I will fucking figure something out.
1: She should be tying together her socks into a rope. <laughs> yeah. I anyway, sure. So what you're talking about is a a general lack of. There are two issues at work here. There is the decision I'm by the sorry, film.
4: By the way, he's you know he says kind of like how you re- humiliated me. Do you remember? Do you remember what you did to me? Nope. Yes, it happened yesterday. It fucking happened yesterday. You fucking bastard! <laughs> come on. It's it's like Luke and Yoda on Dagobah when Luke is going you know like. You know, Yoda is saying you know, don't leave, remember your failure in the cave and Luke an says, hour ago i i but I've learned so much since then that was half an hour ago that was before lunch that was before lunch
1: <laughs> anyway Fuck. uh so you're there's there's two issues at work there is the director's uh completely uh, uh, acceptable decision to have this be a heightened reality where it is very it's a it's a wonderland of various superheroes with various superpowers all in one place. And trying to reconcile that with characters that feel real can be done, tricky, but can be done, even though we use Iron Man as an example of that. Iron Man actually just has one magic bean, so they're not quite dealing with that level of absurdity until Iron Man 2, at which point it starts to fall apart. Um, so you have that. You also have the problem of these characters that, that for lack of, a, of, a, of any sort of realism, also lack self-awareness or, or universe-awareness of any sort. So, so they, they don't behave realistically for the universe they're living in or for ours,
2: there's no, there's no, well, there's, there's no. They exist in a third
1: of, universe where there's no problem, really ever.
2: Well, there's no, there's no sense of ever, you know, the, with with the writer sitting down and maybe they did and and we're just not seeing it. But there's no sense of if any of the the series of writers sitting down and going, if I were in this situation, what would I do? What would I do if I lived in this world where this and this was acceptable my, behavior my favorite, of the world my around? My favorite me.
1: example of that is okay. Imagine this. You are a much more fortunate-looking person than you are, and you're dating a supermodel, okay? She's or he's doing his photo shoot upstairs. great, by the way. Hold on. The, the big... They're doing their shoot upstairs. You go downstairs to the lobby to get a coffee and have a cigarette out on the porch. You look up, and a crane hits the building on the level your girlfriend or boyfriend is, and the floor falls out, and he or she slides to the edge and is hanging off of the end of the fucking Empire State Building. You'd How re- do you react? What
2: do you do? You you react casually and take some more pictures. That's what you do, yeah. And then you say,
1: hey, what is she doing up there? Oh, she's taking photos.
4: Yeah. And yesterday she says she was going to do this. So that, hey, hey, bro, that yeah. must be what it is. That must <coughs> be what it is. <coughs> <coughs> yeah, well, exactly.
2: This will be yeah. great on Facebook.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she's dying. She's Over- about to plummet to your feet. It. It goes back to, I think
4: it
3: goes back to... There the has com- to be...
1: They have to reconcile the weirdness with the reality in a way that they don't this do. This is what you exactly. were talking
3: about earlier. Uh, is th- it Teague? You said the avalanche? Uh, yeah, flat just avalanche. absorbing more shit. Like, that's what he's doing here, right? Uh, oh, did, another But pro- they didn't really build up to it. It I, just happened. I, I was his a, mask I, is already coming off. Another
1: thing about Venom... I actually think Venom... I didn't know anything about his, his real character, so I don't know what to compare it to. But we don't have to. Make a good movie. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's but weird. something that's a problem here, aside from the fact that very clearly they got static shots of a lot of, a lot of the times when they're going to have the, that character in a CG suit sort of situation moving in frame, they got a static shot of them and moved the, the actual alum element around, which is a problem because you don't get any perspective change on them and it looks fake, and that happens a lot with Venom. But the bigger problem I have with Venom is that he has a little human mouth and then when the, the mask comes on, he has a big yes. gash across the face mask. That's a and the yeah. back and forth for it doesn't work. That's for a me. venom thing. That
2: doesn't work That's for just me how either. it is. I don't like. I it.
4: think there's a there's a lot of like back and forth between elements in general and more specifically between CGI and, and live action. That it just does like we just passed a scene where we're we're seeing the news reporter, you know, as if you know the we have the omniscient Omniscient camera. Wicked cool. Wic- oh, God, yes. Nobody has ever said that. She's looking up.
1: 80-year-old writer.
4: She's looking up. And That's, then we, That and, scene
1: was so fetch. Yeah.
4: <laughs> streets ahead, man. She was looking up, and then we cut to the... the the guy in the in the the news anchor guy in the studio.
3: His makeup keeps changing. I'm sorry, I just say that. His makeup keeps who's, who's changing. Who's makeup? Right. James Franco. Also, James
1: and also, by the way, this was our big audience jumps to their feet. Han Solo's back at the Death Star moment. Yeah. How it's, awesome was this moment? It's supposed to be. Yeah. But this moment, this moment, brought me to my. It brought me to tears. It brought me to orgasm. It was so amazingly uh. impactful. The way he showed up. After he said he but wouldn't. They,
2: they, did, they did also, you know, there was a great little moment there where he's like, I'm glad you came, although a few minutes ago would have been better. <laughs> I I do actually like that moment
4: quite a bit. Yeah. Um,
1: By the way, sand takes a little bit more than a blowtorch after one second to turn into glass. Just FYI. I have literally tried. <laughs> I have literally tried to make sand into glass. It takes lightning to turn sand into glass.
3: What were you saying, Brian? Why would I want a job? I'm
4: just a kid I just what the fuck was I talking about? I don't the know better
1: that. line would have been why do I want a job? I'm nine yeah. No kid calls themselves a kid right and just like no no sibling calls their brother
3: brother yeah there was a terrible continuity moment um, a few minutes back with the news reporter saying, I don't know how much more he can take oh that's what that's the, what I was talking the about The camera's actually. looking up at the building and it cuts to her face looking straight at the camera right like,
4: and Wait. she that's exactly what I was, that's, that's what it, that's what it was. she's looking up. And you can see the camera is next to her, looking up in her same direction. Right. And then it cuts straight from that shot to the shot of the news reporter in the news studio with that same reporter looking straight into the camera in that little like side box. Right. Straight. <laughs> like <laughs> if if you put three shots in between those two shots, you can get away with it. But one right up against the other, it does not work. Someone wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and you know, I think I think ultimately that's what it oh is. At God. the end of the day, I've <laughs> I've I've heard. I don't I can't you know, I I don't know this for sure, but I've heard, I've been told, that Sam Raimi is a you know, a very nine to five guy. He's a cunt. Is a motherfucker. Well that's fucker. what I heard. <laughs> is dickless. No. That he that he's very nine to five. That you know, once five o'clock rolls around, he goes home Punch. and and that's it. And that and that's the end of it. Um
3: Maybe after this he became that
4: Well, boy. it makes
1: sense because in editing he's very one to one. I don't get it. You said he's 9 to 5. I said he's also it's 1 to fine.
4: 1. I see what he did there. I'm sure
2: the chat room did too.
4: <laughs> I see what you did there. But, I mean, that, that might be part of it. I mean, you know, as as we all know here, Thomas making, Hayden
1: Church is really methoding here too. I like the,
4: making I'm, movies is a very, like, you know, it's an all-consuming activity. You spend 12 to 16 hours a day making movies. And if you, on the one hand, while I admire the aspect of I'm going to do a 9 to 5 thing and claim my own life, right, at the same time, it may not make the best movie, right? Right. I don't know.
2: I I I do want to <laughs> say, in yeah. Those... Do you
1: think Darren Aronofsky feels that way? Yeah, exactly. It's five o'clock. Fuck it. In those in right. those in I'm those done.
2: shots of uh, Harry flying around the big Sandman, they basically rendered him without motion blur. It looks like so he feels like a big stop motion thing. I like that.
3: <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I will say. <laughs> I don't know. There how. are parts
1: of the sequence that I could see being absolute fan-wink material for comic fans. I don't
3: know. I don't know how you would defeat this, but it would have been cool if Sandman got bigger and bigger, like destroying buildings. ...to absorb that. Well, become, they could cross like, the streams.
1: Even,
4: but, Teague, you said crossing the streams is bad. Bead. Bead. Anyway. But you just,
3: that would have been cool, yeah. But he would have been like skyscraper, huge. and He could have absorbed a skyscraper. But from a, from a story Ooh. standpoint... it's Action it, figures. He could have destroyed the fucking city. He could. Where is that the, getting us? Where, where does that get us from it, a story it, standpoint? It, it's, it's it where, just shows w- how where weak where is Spider-Man it? is compared compared to all this. And, oh, then, oh, and then ultimately, how do you defeat him?
4: Right. Well, that's what he said. And the thing is, in this movie... They don't defeat him in any way, shape, or form. He just dissolves on his own because his pathos finally catches up to him for some fucking reason. His pa- yeah. what, what do you mean? He suddenly feels really
2: bad and yeah. just decides he, to go he away. He
4: he suddenly feels bad about the thing that he's been feeling about for the entire movie. By the okay. but more so than he's felt bad about this entire time. Wait a second. Wait wait wait. And he kills his own zo- daughter. Hold on. Wait. wait. Sandman about
1: it. teamed up with Venom to stop Spider-Man. Right. How does that help Sandman cure his daughter of the dialysis problem she not has? At all. Question mark profit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> but that wouldn't the- that would have been something if he like destroyed the city and killed his daughter, and that's what made him right. stop doing what he's doing. Sure. Back off, and, that's and he, drama.
4: And you go back to that that reckless quality of Spider-Man is not reckless about his power because with great power comes great responsibility. And Eddie Brock slash Venom slash Sandman are reckless with their power. Right. And that recklessness causes his daughter to die, Right. ergo, pathos. Right. That makes a lot more sense. That would be a wonderful movie to watch. Wow. Sure.
3: Yeah. They, they should put that in the movie sometime. <laughs> they should make Indeed. a movie out of that. Yeah. I like what we just came up with. <laughs> Greenlit. It makes me happy. Oh, and this is like the thing, but another thing
2: with him because he's good or whatever.
4: This feels like this should make me sad for some reason. Yeah. Ow. Ow.
2: But he's like not even pretty anymore.
3: So what's the point? He well, killed. I him don't with even his, care if he's yeah. not pretty. I just don't. I can't fucking care. fap to this. He killed him with his own surfboard. Yeah, his own surfboard. The horror,
1: <laughs> dude. That's. Can you imagine? That'd be a, that be. That I want to see the movie where that's a line. You killed me with my own surfboard. <laughs> dude, <laughs>
2: that, that's mean. There we go. And now we've got this bit, which again chimes like, my
1: only weakness,
2: <laughs> which is almost. Why even put Venom in a movie if you're only going to have him for ten minutes, you know, and, and hardly at all?
1: This movie's a fucking mess, Mike.
2: Yeah. I like the way that they... I like the way that they handle this with it, you
3: know, what, freaking wh- out me wh- torn wh- off. Why him. did it need to be CGI Toby Maguire for a moment there? So uh, he could run around as fast as he does?
1: So he could run around.
3: Yeah. They couldn't do that more creatively, like with...
1: Dude, if you go know more creative sword. than that, you get Dooku versus Yoda.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. They... they the The... Probably the director thinks that running around quickly like that and using CGI to do it is creative, because <laughs> he couldn't do it for real. But I like I like the giant symbiote. That's kind of cool. There's only ten seconds of it, but still.
3: These pumpkin
2: bombs. Yeah, and I love the people who are like, "Oh yeah, no,
3: Venom will be back." Yeah, I'm s- that. Okay, look how close he is to that fucking. Expl- yeah. <laughs> no,
2: no, the bars kept it in.
3: that's how they work haven't you been to prison so why does Sandman (sighs) suddenly give up on his objective to kill Spider-Man right good question someone should make a movie explaining that I didn't mean to hurt you
2: oh sorry I was just trying to kill you I was just trying to rob your dad and he fucking made me shoot him I didn't realize you were a person (laughs) sorry I'll, I'll go now
1: Dun, dun.
2: No, seriously. Let's see what they're going to say.
1: Uh. No Thomas Hayden Church I had no choice. Is, a I is a good actor. I he like is. Thomas Hayden Church a lot.
4: He's Guys, just... I worry. I seriously worry that we haven't shit on this movie enough. <laughs> Legitimately.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I thought you were kidding.
4: No, we're seriously. Right, this movie no, is fucking terrible. I think we're fine.
2: All I think All we right. got it. <laughs> I, I think we got that. I'm more
1: problem. worried that we haven't. Explicitly said the problem. Legitimately. Like, if we could really, as opposed to just. Like, Spider Man 2 we got uh, well, complaints from people just saying we were just shitting on the really, There's too many.
4: I've spoken my piece. It's not real. There's too
2: many. There. Well, I think the problem is there's too many pieces and that not enough aren't connection. Properly stitched together. Exactly. Yes. It's, it's, a, it's, a puzzle, just, it's a
1: puzzle with too many pieces and none of them have knobs.
4: Yeah, exactly. And none of them add up to the picture on the box. Whoa. Yeah? Oh yeah, my god. We did it. The picture, the picture on the box, is your theme, guys. Guys, if cool, cool running. If your, <laughs> 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 I
2: don't remember cool running as well, but is the oh. slow cut?
4: Yeah.
1: No one's going with me. Okay,
4: say, what let, let's let me try this analogy then. If uh, if your movie is a puzzle and your scenes and your characters and your your plot are the various pieces, the pieces should add up to the picture on the box, and the picture on the box should be the theme. But good work. It does So wait, th- remember
3: well, cool running. Take it home, folks.
1: Yeah. Yay. Yay. I was in a slow car. That was a golf car. We should do cool running. Battles, no day. go.
3: He's got a partner. They don't decide to have a getaway car. When yeah. He robs the fucking place. They're like, oh, we'll just steal one. Yeah, we'll just steal it from some old person. Because that's not. broad daylight.
2: Yeah, it was nighttime, but still, that's not. That's not adding anything to your <laughs> rap <Well>, sheet. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, what I mean by broad daylight is it's like there's lights
3: <laughs> yeah. all around them and people walking by. This yeah.
1: movie is Walk on the Wild Side from BBC. Nighttime, daytime night time it's funny if you know what I'm referring to I know what you're referring to night time day time. Alan <laughs> Alan now Alan. do you see thematically what they're doing here it's a new dawn
2: it's a breaking dawn I didn't hey ch- vampires wait hang on uh, I don't know.
1: Steve Steve <laughs> Steve Alan Alan Alan, Alan. 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 Al. Oh, no wait that's Steve Steve. <laughs> anyway, walk, watch walk, walk I on did, the wild side. Do a YouTube search for it when you're drunk. It's hysterical. They just took they took stock footage from like Discovery Channel documentaries about animals and just dubbed it over. It's, it's, oh, it's hang perfect. Hang on, hang
4: on, hang on. I didn't choose to be this way. The only thing I care about is my daughter.
1: I could you tell when what? you were a text, giant sand guy. Text uh, attacking subtext. the news. You
4: know what? That's but that's important
2: because we're like, oh yeah, that happened. Two and a half hours ago, <laughs> I guess there was something about yeah. a little
3: girl with an oxygen-Venom. Venom offered him a path somehow to heal his daughter. Yes. Right. I don't know. If, sure. if
2: if instead of just being like, Hey, let's hang Mary Jane from a building and then punch Spider Man, like maybe
4: That will cure your daughter. Yeah. Maybe yes. hey, <laughs>
2: let's go, you know, let's yeah. break into the hospital and steal a dialysis machine or, or something.
4: I'm an alien life form. Steal I have the ability a dialysis to... machine.
1: <laughs> She's fucking on dialysis. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck. I'm an that's alien- her, her that's her death problem.
4: I am an alien life form. I have the ability to cure your daughter
3: yeah. if, or you, if you help me. Or we'll go to the ho-
2: hospital and take it hostage
3: until marrow. they fix your daughter. She needed you know? a bone, mar- bone marrow transplant, and Mary Jane happened to be of the, the same blood or something sure. like that. There you go. Good plotting. Wait, that's another coincidence. We should take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ta- we'll By take the way, Zarban thinks it might
1: be cool if Sandman's daughter became the next Venom.
3: Sure, why not? Fuck it. Well, she should be Hopglob. There, there's alive? one called. He has vital organs totally fucking punctured and shit.
4: There is a female. Spider Man.
1: Yeah. Spider Man. Uh, his his, his, his long and like his, okay. his,
4: his, his kidney or something. The um,
1: wears a suit, makes him fine. Nothing matters. <laughs> Spider-Man. Oh, let's go to the bar. <laughs> she... Spider Man. Don't give the the a bar. fuck about this. <laughs> um,
2: the there, there is a. After, after Venom, there are a number of like spawn. Uh, spawns of venom that get out. Carnage is the best known one, but there's a female one too. I think
3: her, she's called. Oh my toxin god! What if venom about. and sandman coalesced into like a fucking uh, super? Sand, bad, uh, sand venom. That would have been scary. Sure If he takes,
2: <laughs> if he takes, if he, if if sandman absorbed the symbiote, <laughs> that would be weird. But yeah, that would have. Weird, but, yeah, oh, that did, yeah. This that, guy so much. yeah, that's not acting. Would you I think? am crying <laughs> sad.
3: Would fanboys be up in like total uproar about that? If about the, what? I think that would be pretty. Sandman and Venom. There yeah. would
2: be a pretty dramatic thing to go on if Sandman uh, took on the Venom. But
4: that would have been awesome. But it
2: would have been better than what we got. If they, if you are gonna if you are gonna make the the fanboys oh. upset either way, do something awesome with it. <laughs> yeah,
4: exactly. If you are gonna piss off the fanboys, which you are going to, yeah. whether you try to or not, do something awesome. With do it. something that
1: doesn't piss off the normal people.
4: So, I mean, I am sure. I don't even fucking remember. I, I, I don't that, even fucking remember this point, but I'm sure the fanboys were pissed off before Chris Nolan Batman Begins. I'm sure. Sure. But yeah. he did awesome yeah. with it. So yeah. fuck them.
2: Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. They, there was a lot of down. James uh, Cromwell, take a shot. And, and same thing on. Uh, same thing on Dark Knight.
3: You're itchy yeah. for shots, aren't you? What? what, what why Just were saying. people pissed off about Batman Begins? Just because he was he was changing stuff. He was up, doing and something different. What was, what was he changing that Blanc. was that was wrong? Liam Mason have, is not in Batman. He didn't change anything that
4: was wrong. He did what was right. What's what was the proper way and what this movie should what's the Spider-Man franchise should have done which is make it raise the bar of reality and raise the bar of I mean it's realistic quality
2: in, in both movies and I'm sure in Dark Knight Rises as well there's a moment where I'm like really fucking cell phone sonar but okay yeah yeah fair um, enough
4: but
3: other than that my my issue with that but in terms begins. of
4: general tone of how of yeah. how real it feels okay my
3: issue and with then that there's this
2: be- scene god damn it sorry I'm talking about no, the movie because fuck them it's
3: related to Spider-Man in a way okay there's, my issue with Batman Begins was a train sequence where Batman was zipping around the train tracks just like Spider-Man. And I'm like, he has a, a single right. Batarang he's, thing. He's got like whatever. a one-shot yeah, grappling Yeah, but he's like, like yeah. Spider-Man.
4: Well, my, my issue with that in Batman Begins, which I'm sure we'll do at some point, is that thematically I don't see much of a difference between killing somebody and letting someone die when right. you can very easily save them. And So from my point of view, Batman letting Ra's al Ghul die is not thematically very different from actively killing him, sure. which seems to break, for me at least, Batman's rule.
1: Uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. Uh, in the chat is, room. Anyway, we'll in that. the anyway. chat room. We'll get I Jim, to We'll get to it. I Jim makes a point that I find compelling. I like how Brian says nuts to fanboys but hates the new Star Trek.
4: <laughs> I don't like the new Star Trek for legitimate film Two. critic fucking reasons. Fuck you and the rest of the world. I do have fanboy issues with it. I don't deny that, but my primary issues are the fact that the plot makes no sense. It's not. Brian, it's, you're a cat
1: in a cage, and we're just poking you. That's all. I know you are.
4: <laughs> and I'm gonna react. I I, I know, and I know I you guys. Are you're fine. like that
1: orange cat that doesn't want to come out. But
4: my primary issues with the new Star Trek are, are the same issues with this, not and the same issues with like 2012. Did, did you guys do Star Trek on here? Already? Yeah, a long time ago. Dude, uh, not what the characters do in that in the situations I'm still that they find to get the blood out. <laughs> what the, the situation <laughs> they find themselves in. Are not real. They don't feel real in any way, shape, or form. But whatever. it was so
1: fun. <laughs> Fuck off and die. It was so
3: fun. <laughs> Fuck off and die. I'm on Anthony's side. It was a fun movie. It has massive. has up watching Star Trek. It has massive. Is, Whoa,
1: is, guys. Uh, no, 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 no. Spider Okay.
4: Hey, look. Credits. Spider Man is done. Not yet. No? Not yet. They can't even cut to the credits
2: yet for some reason. <laughs> they, okay. There, there we, we go. go.
4: <laughs> they, they hold too long,
2: <gasps> even on the black. <laughs>
1: Black, they <laughs> well, they wanted they wanted to settle in your mind, man. Anyway, okay, so Spider Man, th- Spider Man Two and Three.
2: I don't even care that they're
4: back together. Like, so? I don't,
2: no, okay. not at all. Here's Remember. the thing:
1: this movie is a uh, Spider Man Two wasn't great.
4: Whoa, wait a second, girl with camera, Emma Raimi. Yep. All right, boys at the final battle, Lorna Raimi and somebody else. Oh
2: no, Raimi. you could tell. You yeah. could tell the, the 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 little girl with the camera did okay, but those kids who were like wicked awesome—it's yeah. like they just.
1: Emery sounds like an uneaseful state of mind. Okay, like I have a pretty severe case of Emma Raimi right okay. now. On. It's like ennui, but it's yeah, Emma right, Raimi. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: How much? How much money did the movie make? Don't say anything.
1: How much did it make? Yes. Uh, domestically or world? Worldwide.
3: Um, Don't look it I'm up. Gonna go, I'm,
1: okay. I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna go. Show him. Gonna uh, I'm gonna go. Eight hundred and ninety million.
3: Oh, so you looked it up. I didn't. Is that right? That's right. That's, that's oh. almost on the dot. $893 million. Are you shitting me? Yes.
1: I'm amazing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but how did a movie that's this bad make almost a billion dollars at the box office? Because people are fucking how did, stupid. How did Transformers it 2, did, which is no, even worse, make I'll, I'll, even I'll, I'll, more? Because there's no 3D. There was no 3D with this. Here's, here's how. IMAX. Here's how. Here's how.
1: Here's how. There's here's IMAX. how. Because, for the same reason Avatar did, as weird as that sounds, because it had works. 3D. It doesn't matter. It's such a simple thing. That anyone, any two-year-old can understand it in any language.
2: But, the, but it's also well, that that is one of the reasons that our movies are so popular overseas. They make so much money over there. Because also, they're so fucking dumb. Well, well, not only because they're dumb, but because they're they're so big. It's like I don't understand what's going on. But our Holy people, shit. we can't but the make spectacle this year. Is pretty. Yeah, right. we can't. Last make this year,
1: year, we here made Gosford Park. Exactly. Holy shit! What's this?
2: I mean, now they're starting to in India and China. They're starting to get individual effect stuff. So, so we may see that tail start to drop off a little bit, but maybe not. Their their appetite is pretty. I can't pretty believe
1: I got them. the eight ninety thing. That's awesome. Yeah, nicely done. Anyway, okay. So the problem with Spider Man Two, uh, all three all three of them have uh, here. I'll 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 tell you what all three of them have a problem with, and then add problems to the two <laughs> as they go. Okay, all three of them have a a style of lighting and a style of. Uh, interacting with the audience in a way that I, I don't agree with that choice at all. It doesn't work for me ever, in, including here, which is the the, the the overly lit film set kind of studio look of, of these movies doesn't work for me. It doesn't feel natural at all. Add to that the fact that as the series goes on, the dialogue gets progressively worse, more on the nose, less sane, and a lot of the motivations for the dialogue are, are unraveled. Add to this movie the fact that it's a giant... Mess. There's so many things going on in this film. There are there are so many, so many characters with so many relationships that are supposed to exist that the film acts as if they do, but they actually don't. That you don't know exactly. You you do know because you you get what they're trying to do. Even if you're not versed in film criticism, you, you get what they're trying to do. It doesn't add up to a. It's not a one-to-one thing where we've done all these things, thus the effect is this. It's a, and the result is this. No, you have to do, you have to make the connection between these characters make sense. You have to understand why Peter Parker is dating Brock's girlfriend. Why that ruins Brock in addition to the thing that he did and why that makes sense to him and how that works in his head. Because even though you can sort of see how it was supposed to make sense in his head, it doesn't in this film. Additionally, all the coincidences, the numerous coincidences of, of, of the, the, the weird-ass contrivances of, I was across the street and I saw this happen and that kind of thing. I'm in the same church that he's at. I saw Spider-Man walking across the street with my girlfriend. That kind of shit, no. Additionally, Peter Brock and the, like that kind of thing. Hammer it the fuck out. For the love of God. You, you can't have this to, many things in a movie and have it work.
2: Yeah, it can't be that many. I mean, to be fair, yeah. some of those are pre-existing. The church thing, pre-existing. But again, it's... It, it, it almost only feels like a coincidence because we happen to know Eddie becomes Venom. It's just he wouldn't if he hadn't been in that church, but he did happen to be there. And it he, he and the symbiote both have a problem with Peter Parker at this point, and that's why they hook up. Basically. That is compounded so, you
1: know, by the problem that has been elevating throughout the franchise of the dialogue is.
2: Uh, but you never get a sense of that because you don't get a sense of the symbiote having any kind of intelligence, really. But go oh, ahead.
1: Sorry. Uh, the, the dialogue is so on the fucking nose. Yeah. It's so bad. It's so truly awful. That it's it's staggering to me that this made it to f- to projectors. It, it staggers me that this made it to actors, frankly. But w- w- whatever, these things just it's it's a it's a nigh incompetent series at places, and it's baffling when it's good, and the mess it leaves is almost it's you. It's so weird that the musical of um, Spider Man also fucking went off the rails because apparently Spider Man is just fucking doomed. I guess we'll find out. I am looking forward to the Andrew Garfield one because I like. Spider Man. But this franchise is the a. The
3: character. M- you like the character. And the comics. Yes.
4: The identity. The, the character. The identity of. of but Peter I walk Parker. away. Notion, I walk away from this the franchise. Notion, yes. The idea of.
1: I walk away from this franchise having way less confidence in my assumed respect for Stan Lee and for Sam Raimi. I don't know what the fuck is going on in this franchise, but I'm glad we're done with it. Brian, pretty good, right? Uh,
4: yeah, I mean, you've you you got most of it. It's just you I've, stole
3: everything we could
4: say. <laughs> I I know I've been harping on this aspect. No, there of was it, too much. Let me sum up. But uh, I think it it boils down to ultimately, you have to, as a filmmaker, as a storyteller, think constantly and always of every single moment and element Go, if this were real life, minus the one magic bean, I'm allowing myself how would this play out? Well,
2: if this were real life in this world... If this were know? real
4: life with yeah. this magic bean, how would this play out? And I don't think Sam Raimi at any point during this entire franchise ever had that thought occur to him, much less use that as the guiding principle that you need to use to create compelling drama with a suspension of disbelief that your audience can get on board with. Uh, and I think that reflects... Do you think that, this is basically
1: a Sam Raimi was not the guy kind of problem? I think it's... Hired the wrong everyone?
4: Ultimately, it's to Sam Raimi doesn't really know how to tell a story problem or at least a serious story he maybe he can tell a satire or he can tell a comedy although even i i don't think that quite qualifies because even as a comedy you still need to convey that sense of reality but certainly as a straight dramatic story even with comedic elements you need you absolutely need that 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 discipline of if this were real how would this play out?
1: And you need something to hold on to in every movie. Yes.
4: Yeah.
2: I mean, even even what you're talking
4: about telling a dramatic story,
2: if you're like, you know, if we're talking about Spider-Man and you're like, you know, it's in the drama genre,
4: I'd be like, huh? no. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. And it's just, it doesn't exist at that fundamental level. It doesn't exist. exist. So everything that comes after it, that's the foundation. Everything that gets built on top of it. Isn't built on on a solid foundation on on solid grounds, so it all just kind of comes crumbling uh, crumbling down on you. You're just falling apart. I am just I am pretty drunk right now. In so. the uh,
1: in the chat, uh, Frank says, "Nice job, guys. I'm exhausted." Yeah. Michael, uh, series wide, this movie.
2: Ultimate well, I mean, yeah, series wide. We've already talked about. I don't know. If we've talked about this movie pretty at length. I agree with uh, Brian. You know, the problem is that these these don't feel like real people. That there's no People, a lot of people fixated on the lack of Spider-Man's sense of humor. He's supposed to be like a sarcastic kind of wisecracking character. Um, they, they they, fixated on that as being missing, but I think that feel is missing from the entire thing, the feel of people just kind of talking and being like, well, how about this shit, you know, every people so often. People
1: dealing with the fact that a 300-foot sand monster is attacking them.
2: Yeah. Hey, I'm a fucking human
4: spider. How weird is that
2: yeah, shit? Yeah, exactly. Just, just every so often, just acknowledging that it's like, it, like... Not winking at the audience or whatever, but just being like, great, that, now this is fucking pretty weird too, isn't it? Yeah. Think uh, of it
1: this way. Think of it this way. For the purposes of uh, demonstration, if tomorrow Mike became a nine-pack cut spider guy who can walk up and down on walls... Hey, Mike has been working out. He looks pretty <laughs> good, I'm just going to say. But with a 27-pack, with a, with <laughs> you. right? Do you think... He wouldn't go. This is amazing! Yeah. Holy shit! And spend an entire day just going around Disneyland, and then hide for a week after that. Just like spinning around on the castle and doing random stupid goofy shit with his powers. Well, well, that's that's the kind of thing humans do. Let's
2: be fair; they did do that in Spider-Man One. But then there's the aspect of as as you know, as shit starts to get more real, it's like, wow, I didn't really. Think, think this through. Th- I when I was fucking through. around at Disneyland,
1: right. it didn't yeah. occur to me that I was gonna have to deal with real problems. Yeah, exactly.
2: Right. And and maybe that's part of the problem is yeah. is you never you you get the sense of him dealing with the superhero problems but you never get the sense of how that's supposed to correlate with the real the problems, human problems that we're supposed to
4: be able to Yeah. To that Spider-Man was created
1: to address.
2: Yeah, exactly.
4: Which which and why Spider-Man is one of my favorite personally my favorite superheroes because he's so human and that right. he de- that him dealing with those human aspects those human sides of those problems is such a big part of his story. Compared, you know, uh, alongside with dealing with the superhero problems of defeating the supervillain of the week, right? One of my favorite—that's what
2: the—that's that's why you're telling the superhero story to to have the thematic resonance with right. whatever he's, you know, One you're my... fighting your own
4: villains or whatever.
1: Sam Raimi raped my childhood.
4: One so, of my favorite uh, Spider-Man
2: comics—it's really,
1: a joke. I'm making fun of the George Lucas people.
4: <laughs> One of my favorite Spider-Man comics is an Ultimate comic, uh, Spy- uh, Ultimate Spider-Man comic, where the whole issue—it's a single issue. But the whole issue, the story is him, he's in school and he hears, you know, somehow, I think it's, you know, the lizard guy uh, is wreaking havoc somewhere downtown. And the whole issue is about him trying to get out of school and sneak out of school in time to go fight this guy. And he can't manage to do it. And at the end, he gets there just in time for, I think, uh, Spider Woman or, or Black Cat or somebody to, to, he shows up just in time to see somebody else deal with this situation. And that's that to me is the perfect encapsulation of what Spider Man is as a character, of him trying to balance all of these human problems with the Spider Man's exam on Monday. With the sp- yeah. superhero problems. Exactly. And,
2: and and they all get overshadowed by the superhero problems exactly. in these movies. Yeah. And I that agree. and
4: that's the balance that is the essence of the Spider Man's Peter Parker character. And mm-hmm. that does not exist right. in the Spider Man movies is, and, at all.
2: And and people were people are Talking about the reboot, which, which I'm also looking forward to, because they're like, why are we going back to the beginning? Why is it an origin story? Because the last like, one didn't count. Because yeah, yeah. this is all about him being in
1: high school. This yes. is about
2: a high school superhero. Right. You know, so, and, and I'm excited about that.
1: Tony. Can I call you Tony? Does anyone call Do you, you not Tony?
3: Call me Tony. Why not? I have issues with that name. Please don't call me Tony. <laughs> Anthony
1: can kill people, but his thoughts. So I won't call you Tony.
3: Also, he I'm can not, kill not, you I'm with I'm not Brian. as good with the words as you guys. Can I call you Ant Man? <laughs> sure.
1: Whoa! So Anthony, how'd you feel about the movie?
3: I think the most frustrating thing is that there's a lot of these elements in there that there's so much potential for. Yeah. Like, and yeah. it's the just, movie
1: constantly reminds you that it should be good,
3: right? And it's just wasted. And it's like yeah. you're not thinking. You're not when you watch it. You're not thinking. Oh, these other things should have been in the film. It's like it's all there. Yeah. All the components are there, and it's like okay, now we're just gonna shit on it.
1: It's like someone broke Spider-Man after making it. <laughs> it's like there was sure. a good Spider-Man series, and then someone just kind of fucking broke it somehow. Well, there's
2: just too many like ingredients in the stew, and they just put them all together in a pot. And they were like, "Here you go." It's like, but you have and, to have and some put them finesse. together in the wrong ways.
4: Yeah. In the absolute like, right. it's 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 like making chili. I'm like, it's it's kind of hard to make bad chili, right. but they found a way. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Fuck, I mean, all the elements of chili are delicious, but they just fucked it up but somehow. I think
3: I think the biggest issue is what we were talking about earlier. That it just felt like no one cared. Yeah, it's just a paycheck at the end of the day. Yeah. And in that sense, I would I would attribute the George Lucas to um, Sam Raimi more than Stan Lee. Just it's like he's just doing his job and then he goes home and it's like that's what it feels like. But he doesn't have to care because it still made a billion dollars at the box. office. Yeah, that's the problem.
1: That's the unfortunate thing is that. Sam Raimi literally did not have to care. He made almost a billion dollars on this movie.
2: Well, that's, I mean, we've had that conversation about Michael Bay, too. It's like, if only he made a
4: better movie, yeah,
1: because
2: he's really got motivation. He He
1: literally does not have a Freakonomics incentive to do that. He has no reason to make a good movie. But you know what? The the storytelling
4: doesn't line up with the economics of it, and that's the the real fucking tragedy of it.
3: I think I give more credit to Michael Bay than I would to Sam Raimi, though. It's like, I can watch... You're walking home. I, I can watch <laughs> I can watch a Michael Bay movie and and grab something cool out of that more often than I could from any of the Spider Man films. You know I what's weird? Like. I would he's actually, he's
1: actually tapping into something. I am I would I am somehow less offended by Transformers One than by any of the Spider Man movie. I don't know how that works. I would
4: actually agree with that because I mean because oh my can, god no 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 <laughs> because you can tell and we we are going
1: you, to the mansion now.
4: Yeah. We've talked about how <laughs> Michael Bay cares about his craft at least a, the way that he views it you can tell that he really cares about his craft he doesn't consider his craft to be storytelling so much but in terms of cinematography right, he might have I a skewed perspective there, on everything but a, he cares a, a skewed perspective on what the craft of filmmaking is but right. what he views it as he really does care about right. i does that
3: that's does, not what, that's not the case with sam raimi
4: that, yeah does that carry over sam raimi and i don't know if that is the case no i i, I think i agree with you anthony actually yeah, yeah. Interesting. I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mike did a little wave, yeah. a little dismissive He's wave. <laughs> Get on he with did with very yourself. much the, the J.K. Simmons yeah. dismissive I don't know, cause wave. like
3: I watched The Rock as a kid, and I'm like, there's a lot of cool fucking shots in here. And it inspired me in how I want to shoot sometimes. It's like kind of John Woo-ish and whatever. He's always got the camera moving, whereas when you watch Spider-Man, it just feels subdued. Yeah, basically until the CG it, shows it up. It feels yeah. workmanlike. But it's that's not that's not Sam Raimi so much, is it? It's more the yeah, it is. visual effects well, people. Well, somewhat. It's the visual effects people at his direction. Ultimately,
4: but it's Sam Raimi. It's yeah. the visual effects department, but at the end of the day, they're still
3: submitting shots for Sam Raimi. I, I made, Google, I made this he's point... Uh, I was just saying not. yes and no at that point, though, isn't he? It's no. Like, the no. Visual, no, no, no. No, not at all? I
1: made this point uh, recently. in an. I was interviewed for a blog thing, and they said, what's the one thing you would tell people who don't know about visual effects just to give them some insight I said almost almost all of the artists working on the this week's asylum film or the worst sci-fi movie ever seen in your life are the same artists that go that next week are going to go to dd and work on the next terminator film they're the same guys with limited with the only thing that's changing is how much time they have to work on it and who they're working for there is certainly better and worse artists and there are weird wizard artists that can do anything but for the most part, anyone that's working at any level like that has the ability to do good work. It depends on who's directing them to do the work and how much time they have to and do it. And what direction is being given. So, yeah. an awful lot of that does go back to the director. Not yeah. all of it. Obviously, you could get you, the, the, the distribution of good and bad artists in a group can change. But ultimately, they're all good at that.
4: But it, And if you get an artist that is too far below the mean... That's the
1: ILM secret, by the way. The ILM secret isn't... Well, obviously a lot of the best artists are attracted to ILM because they get the best projects, but for the most part, the ILM secret is we, we cost more. We spend more time on it. We do 100 revisions. Okay. That's, that's the thing.
3: A, here's a question for you. Do you think audiences around the world can see a discernible difference between The Dark Knight and Spider-Man in terms of quality? In terms that's of the storytelling that's, quality? Uh, yeah.
1: Well, maybe maybe not. I mean, it depends. Not not, I, not
2: a don't huge think huge so, amount. No. Because I mean, it, The it, Dark Knight made a billion and Spider-Man 3 made barely less than that. Yeah, you know? if, I mean, so, yeah, if you're talking about the only 100 me- million, but still.
4: If you're talking about the only quantity that we can actually measure, which is box office, then no. Right. Uh and we we like to say, you know, pic- that's Pixar's credo is, you know, good art equals good business and I think we like to subscribe to that philosophy here. But I think that's no longer their motto, but I, you know. well, anyway. after cars too, probably not. But I, uh, I mean, ideally, that's that's the case. No, right, good art equals good business. Right. but if you look at the actual numbers, so what's the? it's so, less, so, so, of, it's less of the case than we might wish it to be. So
3: the bigger issue is trying to educate the world on what good American storytelling is. What good storytelling is, Abs- absent absence
4: of any kind of American exceptionalism, because I, I think good storytelling is a good storyteller. Yeah, I mean, it
2: comes to us from, from, from you other know, places. Greeks yeah, and from, from, from yeah. the from Arabian Nights. So, so yeah. why don't yeah. other
3: people recognize what a good story is? Then why do they keep watching this shit? Well, we did too. A
2: lot of people... but And, and also a lot of people go into a movie and they don't...
1: They don't do you know,
2: what we do. Why do... and. and why do people think McDonald's is food? Because they yeah, they've grown exactly. up with it, and they, they you know they know when they've eaten a good thing, but they don't care if they're eating a bad thing. And it's it, not it's a, it's a matter, on some it's, level, it's a matter
4: of habit. If you could go to you know Domain Chandon, for example, for dinner every night, you would understand the difference between Domain Chandon and and McDonald's. But most people don't have the economic ability to do that, so they they that,
1: that doesn't apply to movies though. It does. They all cost the same to watch.
4: Well. No, it does. That. Well, but no, but you
3: just together. get less of them. But it's about you actually is, putting your money into. To and, and the
4: point is, is the habit that is developed. You develop a habit going to McDonald's, so that's what you become used to. You develop a habit of seeing 2012 and Spider Man and and Transformers and all this other shit that is at the same level. You develop a habit and go, okay, that's what I'm used to. So that's that's good enough. That's that's the habit I have in my brain, as opposed to having a habit of well told stories with a point, that communicate a theme, that tell me something about how humans relate to each other as people,
3: and you don't develop the habit. Okay, so my question is, are we handcuffed to this problem forever? or is there something that can be done about it
1: Well it's a it's a trend
2: All that all that you can
1: It's a long trend but it is a trend
2: All that you can do about it number 1 as a as a is viewer, vote with your dollars Is vote with your dollars mm-hmm. and number 2 is people who want to be involved in movies is to try and and do better And do better exactly but and, do, and, and do like
4: a I mean do like a foundation uh, thing is you know create some ca- small seed of quality that is so good like Pixar up until cars 2, a qual- that demonstrates its superiority by its very intrinsic nature that then cannot help but spread to the rest of the wider world. This would have been great like in it's the it's intermission
3: it's by it's the way instead of the end of this planet. But <laughs> 3 commentary. <laughs> but yeah. it, seems like, it seems like it almost doesn't matter though because you do have those good Pixar movies yet we still had Madagascar and that made money. It, and that's, and this Guy, is the arg- we
1: should kill this and do an intermission. Um. This has been Spider Man three <laughs> and franchises. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're going we need to have this conversation and it's great, but we're at the two hour and forty five minute mark and people have to download these. So you poor bastards. Yes, this has been down in front. Thank you very much for listening. Um. Oh my God, we did Spider Man. So you're, if you're welcome, hopefully, you motherfuckers. Hopefully somewhere through the noise of our anger came through some cogent points
2: Uh, and hopefully we get to do a fun one when the new one comes out and it's good
1: you can always find more episodes at downinfront.net subscribe to us on iTunes get a brand new episode every single week twitter.com facebook Show, email us at Show at gmail.com go to the forum involve yourself in the conversation we have a really truly great community of people and we play fun games about movies and stuff like that right now we're doing six degrees of kevin bacon or trey stokes and um and things like that and, and it's a group of people that don't yell at each other online which is really hard to find so check it out most of the register time. there's yeah. always a bunch of lurkers go ahead and register why not um and that's where we announce the live shows every week at down in front.net slash live but the forum and the twitter will tell you when where and what movie um. Uh. Don't buy this from us on Amazon. No. no. They haven't... reestablished it. They oh, did. We they did. Yeah. Yeah. Did. We oh. just have to get our. We just have yeah. to get our. Uh, our thingy get back. Our thing back. Yeah. Okay. Well. But they get can. get in the habit of buying things from us from Amazon again. Uh. Also buy shirts from us if you At want to. At least for the next year. They say surrogates. They're pretty funny. I don't want to tutor on own. And also, if you want to donate money to the show, pay for our pizza fund and fixing microphones and our fucking electric taped mixture board. Uh. There's a big donate button. We're not asking. We're just saying. But we're asking. Anyway, until next time, my name is T. Christy.
4: Brian Penifer. Nice Don't forget. Anthony don't forget uh, Matt. And oh, Matt
1: Beta Beta. Sometimes does show notes and chapter breaks when I give him files, but his heart's in the right place. He he would do them, I just don't give them to him. And Holden Hill, <laughs> designed to maintain the website. Uh, my name is T. Christie. Brian Penifer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice
3: cop. Anthony Elba.
1: And we did it again. Down in front. Thank you much for listening. Good night. Good night. Spider Man. Spider Man.
2: Everyone, deep breath out. <sighs> <sighs>
3: Thank you for watching down in front. It was funny because 10 minutes
1: ago someone in the chat said, hey, congrats, you survived, and Nate's in the chat, and he said, not technically, they're still going. Teague might still have to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah.
3: We
4: don't ever, ever have to do a Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie again. Uh, we,
1: we just lost the recording. <laughs> nah,
4: I'm quitting. <laughs> I quit. I quit.
1: Trendsinyourhead.com